Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. Hey everyone, you're listening to episode 28 of Dog Club. Hey, we got the number right this time. Yeah, 28. It's episode 28. What up? We are covering Game of Thrones. Just Everybody like, is super excited. Just like every other podcaster in the world, we're covering Game of Thrones. So everybody strap in <laughs> for three straight cis white males opinions on Game of Thrones. Just like everywhere else. Yeah. Donald Trump is president and subverting the rule of law, <laughs> making uh, the very foundation of our country crumble under our feet. But boy, are we pissed about how they how they did Varys wrong, right, guys? <laughs> they they did Danny dirty, y'all. Uh, oh yeah, Jorah went down like a pro, though. Whatever. You know, good things and bad things. This is not a. We're not going to take a crap on Game of Thrones. Like I, love Game expect, of, yeah, I love Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. We do nitpick where it deserves it, yeah. and so we're most of it's corporate yeah. bullshit. And AT and T bought HBO, and Disney gave D and D a bunch of money. Fuck all everybody that didn't in that regard. But so uh, rate, review, and subscribe. There to you us go. On iTunes or your preferred podcast <laughs> provider. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com/slashdogclub. Follow my Fucking shit. That's right. More straight white males talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> we have real strong fucking opinions about Game of Thrones. Jon Snow. Was Jon Snow snowy enough? Was Daenerys Targaryen? Boobs. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to do Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know. It's, I'm uh, already tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, honestly, I, I would, if I had to say if I enjoyed it or not, do I have fucking problems? Yeah. I, I'm still glad Game of Thrones is, is a thing, and I watched it, and it's over, and it's finished, and I know the end of it now, and there is still... Regardless of nitpickiness and rule boy howdy over the next, I'm going to guess probably two hours. Let's just be honest. Two hours. Uh, t- uh, we're going to go into that nitpickiness. But, and I'm disappointed. Yes, I'm disappointed. <laughs>
but wow, you but I love right. I love I love I love it. I love I love the still of the potential of it. I love where the where the story look, might go look, in the book. Hey, look, this I, is what we we have to consider. It's in this, fucking over. What we always do in this show is we consider every season of a show. Yep. Every season of a show and what the show's impact was on us, what the show's impact was in general. Game of Thrones, as a whole, fucking rules is incredible. Fucking rules. It's incredible. And I and if you're here and you're just you wanted to hear three people shit on the whole thing, the whole internet you didn't is, like the last three or let four me, episodes. Let me let me let you're let not me, you're not gonna hear that right. Let here. me just say this. You might hear some, I, but maybe not a, a little bit. Like <laughs> I want to, I want to hold out. Stuff, I'm holding yeah. out both my hands here. If I wasn't holding a microphone in my hand, I would be holding out both my hands. In one hand, <laughs> I love this fucking show. I love these books. It got my lazy ass to read a bunch of books really quickly. That's fun when I get that inspired to want to read that much in one sitting. I love Game of Thrones, but yes. And then the other hand, I am very disappointed at the way HBO. And and the writers and the producers of this show completely fucking... I've never seen... <laughs> never met. Hold on. Hold on. Shit on Left hand here. I am... I love this show. I love George R. R. Martin. I fucking love every actor. I love every portrayal. I love the music. I think the fucking show has broken new ground for potential. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yada, yeah. yada, 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 yada. This is one of the greatest. High, pro- high production value. One of the greatest shows show. of all fucking time. One of the invention of television. One of the greatest television shows that's ever been produced is Game w- of Thrones. I would call it one of the greatest television achievements ever. Ever. Yeah. If ever. not the greatest. Like, even, the greatest. even in fucking things up so badly with this season. Which but we last vote, two, we, la- we, Honestly, yeah. last two seasons. But really, this is even in fucking it up, this is how good this show is. Yeah. Even when they were fucking things up as bad as producers and writers can fuck things up, I was stunned by the music. I was stunned and floored by the fucking what I was watching. In the battle for Winterfell, in the episode where the night or the dead, the dead n- they literally the long, the long people night. are not cannot fucking st- they literally made a more eerie fucked up zombie scene than any zombie movie has ever given me when Jon Snow is wandering through Winterfell with his sword like fucking shit and there's fucking corpse animated corpses falling pouring literally pouring over the walls of the once peaceful Winterfell that's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in all my days watching TV I'm, I'm legit but but holy fucking shit uh, what did, did my dog lick your soda, totally Taylor? Anyway, my, my dog, all, my my, my bulldog, carb water's ruined. All so. things food. Okay, uh, anyway. All things are food. Um, man, what a show! But but goddamn, like, because here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what happened to Game of Thrones. Let's hold on before we get into that. Yeah, let's let's talk let's, about let's, let's slow it down. Let's a talk bit. about let's slow it down. the actual <sighs> show itself. What it is, what it's based on, the the plot, the whole thing. That's, that's for tough. for people that are living under in the, the early nineties, hey, there, there, there are George people. George R R Martin, a former TV writer turned novelist, turned TV writer turned novelist. Uh, he worked on 
Fun fact: George R. R. Martin worked. Remember that Beauty and the Beast show that uh, Ron Perlman yeah, was I in back in the that? last episode. He 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 wrote that. <laughs> um, he wrote a lot of like graphic novels and he wrote nerdy novels. And but he released a game, the, the Song of Ice and Fire series. And in what, like ninety two, like fucking way in is the early night. Yes, it is a very old series. There oh. are people that have been waiting for the end of this series for a very long time, yeah. which justifies the freak the fuck out now. Yeah. Like considering some people have been waiting like twenty years. Um, it, it's a it's a it's a very interesting. You know, there's these nerdy fucking fantasy book series that are like thirteen books long, right. and they're just endless. Like you know, uh, it, it Game of Thrones was. One, one of those fucking books, you know, there it was just one of these nerdy niche, and then it, you know, then the golden age of TV came, and they started snapping up all sorts of stuff, and then we got rumblings that HBO was going to turn this very fucking detailed little universe, like because like if you've never read the Game of Thrones books, George R. R. Martin has a very specific way of writing and describing things. The way he describes food and armor and castles and heraldry. You know, Game of Thrones is filled with the stock house, all the houses with the banners and that he describes every Everything. minute detail of all the when it's a feast he describes the bacon pies and the the newt pudding and the, he the bacon things he loves food. describing food, food and clothing and yeah. armor one of the my favorite things was when he would describe like you know i remember uh, it was one like the one of the battles during the the war when when rob stark and you know yada yada tywin he was describing tywin lannister's armor and it went on for like three fucking pages of the book where it's just like the lions were crouched above his shoulder poultresses bearing their claws and down his breastplate there was... And I'm just like, wow, fuck, man. Tywin's armor is awesome. Like, you know, so I've been at a... I was one of those that started the show and then between like seasons one and two read every fucking book. You know what I mean? And I it, did that. I did that season. What a you know, it that. it just became like on a, this grander scale. You know, sometimes it's hard to look at the last ten years as a decade, but like the 2010 to 2019, kind of defined by Game of Thrones, like one of the major pop culture through lines of the last decade has been Game of Thrones. Like and, and it predates not, it. Obviously, it's and, an old book series, but the show just like and let's. Think Blocked for a second, out. before Game of Thrones, it was 2011 when Game of Thrones premiered. Before Game of Thrones, you really didn't have any high-budget fantasy TV shows. It was all movies. Fantasy was, was movies, something you reserved for, t- for movies. Or if you did a TV what, show... What about Xena? No, if you did a TV show, is campy <laughs> and, and cheap budget, effects and silly. low budget. Yeah. So they tried something new. It was a bold move. It was expensive. It wasn't cheap what they did. And, 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 you know, everyone draws the through line between Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. They're very, like, similar. They live in the same half of the pie chart together as far as pop culture is concerned. Like, those movies, the Game of Thrones wouldn't exist with if the Lord of the Rings movies oh, hadn't been what they are. Like, you know, that, that was what kind of... Lord of the Rings cra- it kicked created, door open. created fan- the books... Yeah, back in the '30s or whatever. When Created. I'm sorry if I missed that. People, I'm not. Tolkien. I've read them, but I'm not like a Tolkien nut. Huge nut. Right. I would. But, uh, you know what? 
I love what he did, though. I recognize that value, and I love the movies. That's a fandom I and wish I, like I was books. more into. Right. You know, like, if is there a fandom, like, some kind of fandom you wish you were more of a, yeah, you know, like, I, God, I wish Stephanie's, I was more fascinated Stephanie's with Stephanie's more Tolkien. interested in it than I am. She's read some of the other stuff he, kind of the manuscripts that they released yeah. later. Because you talk it about a fucking really cool, world builder. Because George R. R. Martin yeah. kind of, uh, he he paid um like all part he paid homage to Tolkien he paid homage to fucking like real history he drew for a lot from real history he drew he drew from a lot of stuff Tolkien just like made a thing that's that's what makes him but I I George so George R R Martin I want to say I'm gonna make this little point here about him I think a lot of, in his chapters say it all each chapter is a character point of view I love right. and I, and love I love the that. way they read yeah and so George R R Martin from what I can tell. And from what I've read, other people have said to an extent as well, but even just from my own personal experience, he writes characters and he lets those characters bloom. Yeah. And blo- and the, the story, the overarching story in the background, he has a general idea of where he's going, but I think he writes organically like he, as his characters are going in his chapters, he'll have that affect the main threads a little bit. But he mainly is writing from a character point of view, well, he, and he lets those characters be be who they are yeah. fully, and that's where I think you have a little bit of a di- dichotomy that happened. Whenever, not only do I think that this is going back to we are going back to what Evan was talking about earlier. Not only do I think that maybe they rushed the end because they had other projects they wanted to get to, I also think they are not as creative as I thought they originally were. George R. R. Martin is creative. (laughs) George R., when they had source material to work with, that's the other correlation, besides the Disney deal, when they ran out of book, the stuff, they started to change the pacing of the show. Things got a lot quicker. People started warping around, and they shortened the seasons. You know what I never understood? And I think that's because they're they're not able to write from the organic character perspective like Martin. Right. They knew Martin told them where yeah, they were going, but, exactly but they didn't know how to execute when they lost Martin's source material. Considering George R. R. Martin, considering George R. R. Martin is a TV writer, why the fuck didn't he just step he, in? He wrote r- some. I know, but why early. didn't he just do it? And by the way, the ones that he did write were well received, and I think he needed because he knows the character. So you know, why well why did he, he kind of? That's another okay, George R. R. Martin. From what I understand. They have not been talking to him much Mm-mm, the last right. two to three years, which is once again where the boat got off. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if there's something behind the scenes. We're not going to speculate. Ah, we're never going to know. We'll never it's know. It's not worth speculating. We'll never know what happened. But we'll, what we do know is the two executive producers and had the writing staff, in my opinion, did not step up to the plate. Step up to the plate, and they couldn't compare to his. And by the way, this is from me saying, by but, the way, I do not think the book series is the best thing in the world. I think books one through three are excellent. Three in particular, I think, is one of the best fantasy books, if not the best I've ever read. But let's face it, book four, it has major yeah. pacing issues. And Martin was, I don't, he, he, book five was good again. But book four yeah. really deserves to be I think, as, as and that's why I think when he releases book. the next book, Oh, if he will. <laughs> it, when he releases the next book, it's going. I think it's going to be real fucking good. Because I think, I think the show did. The last book showed that the show did nothing but help, kind of focus him in on 
that main the main veins of the story. I think the show did nothing but help him in the writing process because you can see that with the last book, it got real good again. He focused it focused like it's like it laser beamed the story down. To, he's like he saw what the main through lines of the story are. That's why this is like I was saying to y'all earlier. The people online that are so insistent that oh the, sh- the book's going to be completely different, and I'm like. Dude, if you don't not, think not completely, if you don't think that that show that that book is not going to end with Sansa ruling in the north, spoilers, Sansa ruling in the north, Arya fucking off, John fucking off, D- Bran is the king, the count, like maybe the council will be a little different, but I'm saying the main characters where they end up, like if you think oh something different is going to happen to Daenerys, no, Daenerys is going to get stabbed, she's going to get scooped up by Drogon, she's that dra- dragon is going to disappear in the east, and that's going to be it. See, I think that that was too much detail. Daenerys will die. She probably will be betrayed by John. Yeah. But I don't think it has to be by stabbing. It could be by. No, it'll be method. something. But John's gonna re- John like will probably kill her. Because here's what happened, folks. Like the black hole that in this is me talking. Evan, hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did not know that. No. <laughs> um, the black hole of Star Wars st- ruined Game of Thrones. Those I know what happened. You know now? Those two, you said you didn't know. And we'll never know. I'm just saying, this is my speculation. I think it has a I think that shows pay like because it was you you look at the day they announced and made public that they got the deal to make those th- the first three Star Wars movies right after fucking Rise of Skywalker's done. Right after they wrap up the Skywalker story, Benny and Weiss's Star Wars movies start. So which we don't want to see anymore. I don't give a fuck. I, fuck. No, do you know what Evan's <laughs> opinion of Star Wars is at this point? Fuck Star Wars. I'm not excited for it. You know what Star Wars is? Something I'll catch on fucking Amazon Prime when it gets released. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done. I'm fucking done. Fucking Star Wars. And they Star deserve Wars. that. Fucking Star Wars. My opinion of Star Wars. Star Wars had a hand in ruining one of my favorite things. I'm I'm okay. not I'm not going to discredit Star Wars. Because the, one uh, good movie. I like How's Star that? Wars. Hey, I'm Star ex- Wars. I'm ex- one good movie. I'm excited out of like for Star Wars. Twelve watch Star Wars in the theater, stupid, and you will too, Evan. Stupid. So I'm, I'm gonna steer. Sh- I'm gonna steer us shit. towards our, See, our a, regular uh, show format, yeah. which uh, will actually take us back before this latest season, kind of, because we made these ratings. We have not adjusted them yet uh, for the new season, so we're gonna start it out. So I gave the show a 9.7. Uh, and that was like after maybe last season or the season before when we set these ratings, I think. Yeah. Um, it's a, I mean, it's, it, was, it was a damn good show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's number two on my list. It's, it's number two on all of our lists. That's no surprise. We've said it many times. Um, but, you know, I did the thing where I watched maybe four seasons – when it was on and maybe maybe five and then i went back and started reading the books and i'd read a book and i'd watch the season and i'd read a book and watch the season and it just like it oh it's so good it was so exciting to see it all play out on screen after you read like a 300 400 page book yeah it was really cool you mean like an 800 page book yeah well i don't know i I don't remember how long they were but They're they're, they're long and descriptive but it, it, I kind, I did the same thing with Harry Potter back in the day, where I'd watch a, read a book, watch a movie, and in the same way, it kind of, what I was seeing in my mind showed up on TV. 
Mm-hmm. It was very, you know, by the book. Everything that happened. I mean, yeah, they early did. In. Early in. Yeah, for sure. Early in, very by the book. Until they started kind of combining certain people and timelines and, and different, or moving things around a little bit. But even then, early on, it was still okay. And it was well done on screen. Um, so I stand by the 9.7 for the first six seasons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just say that right now. So that was mine. Um, we'll go to Taylor next. Okay. So, yeah, it's obvious we all have this as our second highest show. For me, uh, <laughs> hold on, gotta I read, gotta read note. Taylor's note. Let, let Evan read my note. <laughs> Best peaks ever. <laughs> Jaw dropping movie quality special effects, incredible world, and characters. Note Taylor, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to read my little quip about the last season. But anyway, uh, <laughs> my little short quip. Yeah. But uh, the the uh, the show is amazing. I mean, the characters that he they created, um, the costumes, the sets, the writing is the first five seasons is rock solid. Um, the acting is all really good. I can't think. I'm trying to think of. I think uh, Amelia Clark, is that her name? The one that yeah. plays Daenerys? Yeah. I think she's probably one of the weaker. But you know what uh, you know what I blame that on? Cuz I would also throw Jamie in with that. I blame that on the writers. I wouldn't throw Jamie in there not, at all. But not not letting the actors in on where they were, they were going. going yeah also i the, i know daenerys you're... and jamie are very complex layered characters that needed direction and they didn't get the direction that they kind of needed but i remember hearing y'all's thoughts on daenerys in the book and you were just you were bored by her in the book oh yeah you didn't I despise like her, in her. The book so it kind of translates a little bit you're supposed to actually ba- i i, I thought Daenerys in the show is actually less annoying. And you you, you, do, you have said that but before. But Daenerys well. in the book is more impetuous. Oh, she's more she's pushy. But then when you Despise see her. that it's going to lead to her throwing a fucking it makes tantrum, so much sense it makes books. better sense. Yeah. Okay, she's okay, supposed okay. to whoa, be whoa, a... Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is supposed to be about me giving it a 9.6, not about a shitting... Okay, so let's... So the show did everything right. It it also did something. The reason why I have it high in the 9.6 range is because I already recognize what it did. It is what it did for fantasy. It deserves points on its own because we're going to get a high-budget Lord of the Rings show. We're shows. Gonna get shows. We're going to get Wheel of Time. We're going to get we're more Game get, of Thrones. We're going to get The Witcher. We're going to get more Game of Thrones. So um, on that note, and the reason for that is obvious. If anybody's watched Game of Thrones, it's amazing. First of all, the the Tolkien, I love that it's fantasy, yeah. but he twists fantasy and he combines it with, you know, the houses of our history, kind of how we used to have uh, in the middle medieval era. Right. And he does it in a way where the best example is Ned. Spoilers for season one. Uh, Ned, who you start the book, I think, uh, after the initial first little setup in the book, yeah, Ned's Ned. the first chapter. Yeah. So you think, oh, you get yeah, grounded. Start, when, you get grounded. And then with yeah, Ned. that doubly so for people that started the show in the book around the same time because they're like, oh, Sean Bean, he's the fucking star of the yeah, show. Sean, Sean, Sean Bean's Bean. the star of the Sean show. Sean Bean. And the same thing with the show. The first 
he is the anchor at first. Love this Ned Stark guy. Going to be watching this Ned Stark guy for the next couple years. What the show did so well is you felt, and it was just like the book. And and this is where I say the executive producers are geniuses at adapting the book to the show. They are, I mean, A++++. Because the way I felt the same way. In the show, you get to know Sean Bean. He is your boy. He, yeah. He's how you're grounded in this crazy fantasy world where there's <laughs> stuff going up north and all this other stuff. And he's a good guy. Yeah. You can tell he's a good guy. And then you quickly find out, about episode seven or eight of the show, people can be good people and be dumb. Yeah. Because this isn't a world where you can just be, you know, Aragorn. <laughs> you know, and like... <laughs> you know, march out and yeah. lead the humans to against the orcs. And no, Ned Stark tried to do, quote, the right thing. And, oh, Baratheons all have black hair. He has blonde hair. Therefore, I'm going to, you know, and then what happened? I'll give you, Cersei, the chance to leave the city. <laughs> Take your children and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going to leave the city. She's like a Lannister army there. And Ned doesn't have shit except his bodyguard and his honor. You know, it was like... I'm an honorable man. It quickly pointed out that honor doesn't shield you from making stupid choices that can get you killed. And the whole show went off of that. Another, you know, the Red Wedding. I mean, you think, oh, it's a wedding. Nothing... (laughs) Nothing can happen here, you know? It's everybody's happy. Everybody's feasting. I like that the show constantly did that up till season six to where then I thought characters developed plot armor to where they weren't going to die anymore. But early in, no idea who was going to die. It started to feel like authentic and dangerous, yeah. the world. And I liked that. I like that it made you feel that in a fantasy world that these characters can die. Yep. They're not going to live for sure. Arya could die. The Catelyn had her own chapters. Well, she's fucking dead. And in the show, she was a big part. And then suddenly, and in the book, she can, and in the book, she even after her throat got slit, she continued to be a big part. But they, for some reason, cut her out of. Lady, you know what I'm saying? Stoneheart. Like if there's something that that must be made clear, they had to cut a trum. Tremendous amount of content from the book to fit it into the show. Even at its best, Game of Thrones had to leave out and then sew together shit that, like, but okay, the show, astounding amount of information. Like, did. whole characters, they did, whole. They did a good job of doing that, though. Let's did be fair. that? Hold on. Let's be fair to them. If everything is a sum of its parts, it is still a part of the ending. I think the ending, but yes, it was rushed, but it also suffered, I think, because they cut out too much. I agree. I think oh, I they, strongly agree. I think even in the earlier seasons, the good, quote-unquote, good seasons, they made the mistake of, they just, they should have banked on the fact that show was going to be a giant goddamn hit and made it longer, added more seasons, added more story, because people... At its best, I would have meandered along with that show for fucking 13 goddamn seasons. Well, I think a lot of us would have. You know what I mean? Are we off of your 9.6? I was just going to say one last thing since we were on the books and then Evan can go. uh, Another thing I thought that was... I think they did a very good job of adapting the books, but I do lament, and a lot of it's CGI or budget-related, but there's... 
limitations and i feel like in the show they cut lady stoneheart probably for a lot of reasons and there's other things i can point out like magic yeah in the, in book, the book hold on let me yeah. let me finish my point catelyn Ma- stark comes back Ma- to life magic in the, the, when magic in the I, I i like i don't like how they they didn't lean more into the fantasy yeah because the books have more magic in them mm-hmm. uh all the uh all the stark children can warg for instance we see a little bit of that in the early seasons and Arya has just, dreams. They just dropped. Right. They just dropped it. John is a can warg. Arya too. They they talk about how she had dreams looking through Nymeria's right. eyes. So the Stark children and even Sansa chapters sometimes hinted at dream wolf. Yeah, dreams. they all hinted at. Wolf she remem- She wasn't into them as much, but she would remember having a wolf dream. But yeah. anyway, uh, I don't like how the show decided that was an area to cut. I think that's a wrong approach because the reason why people. One of the reasons I love it is it is fantasy and magic, and I feel like with the prophecies and all these other things, I like all that. And well, you know one, why? That's one reason I'm excited for Lord of the Rings is because it's full of magic. The oh, story yeah. suffered in that respect because in, in when you say that they cut out a lot of the warging stuff, I think it was there in the books to support and enforce what Bran is. You know what I'm saying? They cut out a lot from the show that was in the books to continue to get you to go. Well, I, I so boy howdy is Bran powerful. I boy is Bran something. It like is, I think they cut out too much. If Bran's end goal was to be the one that had the wiseness and the foresight and the perite temperament to be, ca- you know what I'm saying? When that's announced in the book, it's going to be like, mm-hmm, that's exactly what the fuck should happen. Because there is a there's a lot of Bran's journey. I think that they replaced in the show with him just like sitting there. You know what I'm saying? There's oh, some yeah. inner monologue stuff. I bet you know what I want in the book? Three-eyed Raven brand fucking chapter. Well, we'll get You it. know what I'm saying? Okay, I bet you that he's going to get some th- brand chapters and you're going to have some oh, a lot of insight. All we're talking about right now is our ratings though. <laughs> anyway, you're you're up Evan actually. 9.7. It's a great show. I love it to death. Uh, and it, and honestly, if if it was a if it was a fucking rating that that like reflected from when I gave it to right after that, it, it it this show reached in my mind, not reflected on our list, but it in my mind it reached like a ten. Yeah, there was a point in season five six that it reached a ten for me. Yep. It was one of the best goddamn things I'd ever seen in my I fucking know it life. Was. It was the Battle of the Bastards. The Battle of the Bastards. I, the the visceral reaction I got when Jon Snow was being buried by people. That was actually last season. Was one of... Well, that was, no, that was season five. Oh, really? Yeah, that was season oh, five. Man, and that I, was, that's it, how it was, I was six. Yeah, there you go. Was it no, six? There are, there are eight seasons, right? No. Yes. Shit, we... Uh, <laughs> We didn't do our research. <laughs> there yes, are, there's eight seasons. There are eight seasons. Last okay. season, was Battle season of Bastards seven. was season six. six. So, like, that was the peak. That's why and I then say season uh, seven and right. eight. Seven and eight are the ones that have been. See these little mini seasons got That's me what confused. I'm My, okay. I, I, like the reaction that oh, gave that me. It. I've never had a reaction to something where I was enjoying myself as much, but also so. It was the peak. Peak Game of Thrones for yeah. me. That was the peak feeling. Sitting there watching John struggling so hard in the Battle of the Bastards and just like fucking getting like buried by corpses and and screaming people. I'm just sitting there. I've never felt like that. Not no shows ever made me feel like right. that. And and, and but they, that was a result of slow, methodical, long, full season storytelling. Is based off six seasons. 
because I'm pretty sure that's what yeah, that's the last was the too. last time we moved them was right at the end of season six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's making me realize that I, I I don't really have any arguments for season seven either. Right, because that was the first shortened season. Really, uh, yeah, that's I, my argument for season seven. You should have had more of it to set up season eight. Which should have also been full. At the very least, the last two seasons should have been full ten, fucking ten seasons. episode seasons, ten or twelve episode seasons. Yep. <sighs> okay, so what is it's a big ass to say it should have been favorite ten? Thing about fuck. Game of Thrones. What is your favorite thing about Game of Thrones? The, the music, absolutely the music. It it it. It brings you into the show. It it emphasizes moments. I love the music. There's so much good music. So for me, it would be the the way that at least initially the characters were very, really authentic and could die, and the world seemed real and dangerous. And in 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 addition to that danger, they still had magic and the stuff I love. You know, as kind of a nerd for fantasy. Yeah. That's, Finally, getting to see fantasy with high production values—that's that's a better way in, for me to. That's put it. my in favorite format. thing. Fi- Finally, being able to see it in a TV format where it belongs, where we can get the good character arcs and we can get long backgrounds of the world. Which um, leads to belo- if you think about it, fantasy really belongs on television. Oh yeah, because it's a long win. It's very universe building. Game it's of Thrones would have never worked as a movie series. No, yeah, they're too short. Way too much. No, it would have been like the last season. Yeah, you know the it whole thing would have felt that rushed. That's my favorite thing is the precedence it sets for just. Well, you just said it. What did you say? Witcher and the Lord of the Rings series, the yes. Game of Thrones prequel, Wheel of Time, Wheel of Time. sequels, Wheel of Time. It's that's probably just I, the beginning. Too. I enjoy, like I'm a kid that watched Willow. A hundred times. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I loved sword and shield stuff. Wizards. I loved wizards. I always still do. But even like, badass. even like I've loved Braveheart. That shit forever. You know, like that kind of battle. Braveheart battle. They can take our lives. Yeah. So but like look I at I won't finish that. Everything sorry. from the movies that you I'm mean, you especially the movies we've watched, the games we've played, the thing and not just that, the games like games like Ultima Online, EverQuest, World yeah. of Warcraft, Sword and Warcraft, Shield, this shit games, this shit heraldry games. and tabards and fucking taverns and swords and shields and shit has defined j- Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls series, motherfucking Her- Hercules and Xena, Dragon fucking Age. Dragon, just uh, it goes. I can list a billion Richard, things. Baldur's Gate, Dan- Dungeons and Dragons, King's Quest, King's Quest, on Quest on. for Glory. Fuck, it's defined giant hunks of my life. Amp guard in every conceivable in, in sen- fucking way. And in, in a sense, like you're saying, I mean, Game of Thrones so Game finally of- gave. All of those Lord of the Rings nerds and all of those game PC game Dungeons and Dragons nerds a high budget TV show for the first time. Like that's yeah. the may, reason may that show. Universe, that's the reason that show took off. You had these big groups that it all like. You had people that played WoW. You had people that played EverQuest. You had people that were big into Elder Scrolls like Skyrim and Oblivion. You had pen people that were RPGs. pen and paper RG people. All of a sudden, seeing the biggest fucking show in the world. 
was the nerdiest thing ever. And not only that, tabards I think and it, house. I think, I think the way it is with the houses, and, the houses and the families that roped in a lot of people that like that sort of courtship, that organizational, you know, the the lords uh, and the families, traditions. like they, the traditions. Some of that was like in. I've never read romance novels, but my under, I would guess that some of that shit's in there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much it pulled, but dude, my guess look is at, what did we just say? Do you remember that Beauty and the Beast fucking show that George R. R. Martin wrote back in the 90s? Did you yes. watch that? It was the most, I did oh, my love, yeah. my love, dear. Like, it <laughs> mo- that whole show was about, like, Ron Perlman, big old cat face Ron Perlman courting that lady. So, like, George R. R. Martin, all Game of Thrones is is a composite of the shit George R. R. Martin likes. History fucking romance turning shit on its ear Warfare. a little bit taking something normal like you look at Jamie Lannister the t- prototypical knight the he like the whole point of game of thrones was taking the the uh, the like princesses and princes and noble knights fighting dragons and taking that and going all right well what's that going to be like uh, a thousand years after all of those shining kingdoms have gotten all political and all the dragons are dead and all the magic's gone and everyone's just a fucking asshole. What is the magical prince doing now? Well, he's fucking his sister. <laughs> well, you know, like, what is what is the, the wizard doing? Oh, he's been exiled to the goddamn wall and he's old. Well, what's the what's the, the hero? Oh, he's a, he's a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, he's a midget. He's a goddamn weird-looking, scarred-faced midget. That's your hero. Congrats. Here so you go. You see Game of Thrones, you know, that's you see what it. I'm saying? Like, there's almost like they took a little bit of a Jane Austen, yeah, uh, like medieval flair, and then he's like, ha ha ha, not what you're gonna think. Ned's <laughs> dead, you know. Like, everybody's probably like. thinking but Ned's the good guy, and everything's gonna work out because yeah. Ned. And no, no, that's not what's gonna happen. I think the sh- the story itself set it sets it, especially in the TV format, sets itself out to an almost unobtainable as far as a satisfying end goes, because of just the whole concept of what Game of Thrones is. It's George R. R. Martin saying, hey, let's take the usual fantasy, castles, knights, dragons, princesses, blah, blah, and make it and turn it on its side and make it a little bit like what you're not expecting. And that then that says, okay, well, after 20 years and eight books and, and eight seasons of this show... You have to give us an ending that is turning the fantasy thing on it, and then, but um, but that's inviting the idea that it's not going to be fucking satisfying. Yeah. It's going to be upsetting and dark and sad and weird. And the book's only going to be weirder because you've got the weird Arab Dornish people. You've got Euron Greyjoy, who in the books is a fucking maniac. You know, think about um, when he takes down Rhaegal or whatever. It's going to be with that horn. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be way more wild in the book. Yeah. And it's going to be darker and weirder and scarier. And th- think about this. Think about the chapter. Whose point of view? I guess it'll be from Arya's maybe. But the chapter, the burning of King's Landing. Who's going to be the point of view? That's been my favorite thing. Going, who's going to be the point of they view? They used Arya for it on part of that episode. Because yeah. here, yeah, here's yeah. the thing. You know how the, the, It'll the, the be last over two, a few different points of view. You know how the last Probably. two episodes are are made us all mad. You know what part I I mean visually was the one again one of the most beautiful things. Well, t- like the cutting between 
Arya, like intersplice Arya's whole journey through King's Landing had me on the end. Like, because, like, like, we're going to say some positive. I'm going to have to say some positive stuff here, too. Absolutely. Yeah. That, Absolutely. That was, I was shot tense. beautifully. I thought she was going to die. Here. It was the, and, 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 like, the double edged sword of not, of, of Daenerys not showing Daenerys. On, again, it's a left and right hand thing for me. On one hand, I wanted to, like you said I, earlier before we started recording, I wanted some clarity as to her mindset. Since you're not dealing with a lot of time, they should have at least, uh, there should have been some cuts to her face. But, 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 it was, a lot of buts. It was eerie as fuck that you never saw her. Yeah. I I both liked and didn't like because I'm sitting there going, yeah, but What's what she is doing? she doing? What is but she at doing the same there? time, I'm sitting there. What made it so uncomfortable is they showed just the dragon like in the background behind John's Swooping. head just swooping and being insane or from Cersei's point yeah, of view. And I'm and standing my, there going. And I don't even. Oh, that my is. My main criticism of that scene really wasn't so that uncomfortable. I didn't get to see Danny. It's more about the scenes previous to that. Right. There needed to be a lot more Danny. Yeah. But well, you asked the question, Evan, you know, whose point of view is it going to be from in the book? And hopefully a lot. Of and, and, you know, I've only read three books, three out of the five. But I remember that as as things were kind of ramping up in the books, like you before things would ramp up, you'd have these long chapters of someone's point of view and what they're seeing and what what they're doing. But as the as certain events start to ramp up, they he starts making like hard switches between characters like. You know, this, the Battle of Blackwater like, had a lot of switches. This this chapter is just like a couple pages of this guy's point of view, and then it switches over. Like you kind of feel as you're reading that things are ramping up by how many different characters are like he's moving through. You know, during a, true. a big event. So I mm-hmm. think you're going to see a, a few different points of view in the in the in the burning of King's Landing. But I wanted to say one more thing: the Lord of the Rings comparison. I thought since we have touched a little bit on the last season. A little part undo. Of, part of, a part little of, undo. Part like, of my no uh, spiritually related. Spiritually related, but I, I was going to make a point. The last episode, even with the book, it's like Bilbo with the book. I mean, a lot of that stuff I felt was very that was Lord his of homage the Rings. to Lord of the Rings. The fact that there was a cul- there was a peak with the Night King, and then another peak with the fight with the because that's sell- what Lord of the Rings sell- is. They're selling off on a ship. Arya's selling off on a ship. There's a lot of similarities, but I don't feel. That that be- I'm just saying my point of view. I, I don't think that belongs on Game of Thrones. I thought it was too much. The ending was too happy yeah. for too many of the characters. Now, don't get me wrong. It was an awful thing happened the previous episode. But I'm, right. if you look at the last episode in isolation, look at what happened. The Stark Arya got, got a to pretty go good exploring. Bran became king. Sansa became queen. John's king of the North North. Gets to hang out with his friends. Wildlings. Yeah. King Get, you know, he no, basically, that a, last scene, just, I interpret that as John going in with the wildlings. Right. To all the, all that. like, yeah. I had to unsubscribe from most, I had, like, the there were the third, there's, ooh, the, let me tell let me, sh- there are four Game of Thrones subreddits. There's, Slash Game of Thrones, which right. is the normal, it's mostly like, look at these wolf cookies I made, teehee. Then you've got, Slash a, a a song of ice and fire, which is book, but they do like a TV thread. Now there's the two other extremes. There's there's free folk, which is just like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and then there's on the far other extreme. I believe it's called pure a song of ice and fire, where they don't even acknowledge. You get banned if you mention the fucking TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it, also. They literally, people writing giant posts speculating about stuff that the show disproves from happening, yeah. but they all live in a fucking, fucking la-la land where they pretend the show doesn't exist. I had to unsubscribe from oh. like Free Folk and from, uh, because of the pure, unfiltered hate. <laughs> The well, reason you felt me pulling back when we were talking about doing this episode right now, because I'm going like, we're not going to fucking mimic what the goddamn douchebags on no. the internet are doing. Oh, God, I, no. I, I well, do you not, know, you know what I mean? You know like, what Reddit also did was they created all these uh, subreddits ba- uh, where people could predict who's going to take the throne at the end of the show. There was like eight of them. The least. people that rolled the dice on Bran... They, there's people that legitimately won money. Yeah. I know they were betting, and it was long odds. But there, there, there's all these subreddits. You know, Daenerys wins the throne. John wins the throne. All these slash R whoever wins. Technically, the you didn't win the throne. And all it no, I'm just saying. All it did was just saying it, it pitted people, no throne. It pitted people against Melty each throne. other. Yeah, it's not. No one's the king of the Iron Throne anymore. He's and just the king of Westeros. Not king of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. He's the, kingdoms he's now. king of Westeros of the six the, the six kingdoms Still, of Westeros. He's the king. Yeah, he's the king, though. That, but the, that here's the thing: the I immediately markets. tap out when people start saying Brand should Brand the furious that Brand's king. Well, Furi- here's I'm like, pro- I'm like, the I end, just the endpoints uh, aren't the endpoints aren't the problem. Like for instance, with, with Brand, they're all fine. He that's fine. Yeah, but the fact is, on the show, all we get with Brand is these scenes of. Uh, the future's very murky, you know, and that's all you get. And then There's an interest, a, a good example was uh, the episode two or the one right before the long night where the big battle at Winterfell took place with the whites. Episode three. Okay, so it would be episode three was the one before the long episode night. Episode four okay. was the long night. Okay, so episode three where Tyrion says, I want to hear your story. Yeah. Now, we know Bran's story. I get it that you cut away. A lot of cutting away, by the way. Right. A lot of cutting away. I'm thinking. Yeah, myself, not a lot of reiteration this of is shit. A good, this is a good opportunity to remind for everybody good, for a good brand hey, moment. And hey, he could have added details we didn't know about that they didn't show on screen. Right. So they could have used that to establish more stuff in background. And instead they cut away. And I was thinking to myself, mistake. You know, that's a mistake what there, you just did. There was so much more potential for him to for us to be with him in the past or in the future, or and none, we got zero. We well, got we got Hodor. We got the, no. I'm talking about this season. Yeah, we got no, zero. zero. There needed We're, to be more he information. Flew in a raven. Okay. There needed there needed to be, and there is. What was that? there is There's information nothing. in those fire and blood books about who the fucking three eyed raven is? He's a Targaryen. He was he was like a bastard Targaryen from the Blackfire branch of the Targaryens, like the bastard branch. Okay, but there's we, a whole fucking history of this fucking okay, guy that okay. they didn't even include even an inkling of in, in the a fucking fi- book. In, offici- in the movie, in a offici- show, in officially the the mo- show does not acknowledge all that. I know. Right. So, bleh. Bran was just Bran Stark. Evan, who's your favorite character? <laughs> <sighs> um. I, I'm gonna have some. Yeah, there's just no. There's no. Mm, not in this show. You can't uh, do that. Fucking Christ. You got to pick one. If he can't go, I'll go. Go. I need to think about it. So uh, I've got um, like three. So this <laughs> this is real difficult for me to say. I, I know who I'm gonna say. He was definitely my favorite character before the last two or three episodes. Jamie. Um, I like Jamie because. 
um, he and, and I'll accept it. I whatever what happened to him, I didn't like it, but I'll accept it. Can um, I just make a point? Can I make about I Jamie? Haven't even no, I just me. no, no, no. Just something that <laughs> I wanted to like. You were saying that the fact he didn't follow through his redemption arc bothered you. Moral. I'm I'm boiling down your argument. The fact that he wasn't rede- he didn't embrace the redemption and stay with Brienne and fuck the Brienne thing. You know what I'm saying? I wish though she would have just. Died. I think they they got across fairly well that the good guy, as much as he tried to redeem himself, and did in a lot of ways. Like, just there was that one scene where he was kind of walking through the courtyard and a lot of the, like, Northmen were, like, gave us still, still giving him side eye, like, fuck you, Jamie. Like, he, they made it pretty clear he didn't, when he put on that good guy cloak, he was just like, ugh, like, this isn't, he didn't, he was there for duty and to fight for life, but in the end, he's like, Dap, he said. Like, I don't I, think I that's don't, okay. an uh, ultimately not a bad. What was he supposed to just? I live at Winterfell so, now with Brienne, my big tall wife. Like, that's dumb. My that favorite. D- my f- I anyway. I agree. Let me. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so yeah, Jamie would be my favorite character overall, and a lot of that has to do with how he started as a prick, and uh, I mean everything about the guy was he was a complete dipshit when the show started. But I li- I thought what was cool about Jamie was there was a moment where he was so so to speak reborn whenever he lost his arm because mm-hmm. when he lost his sword arm that was kind of his identity and that was what made him so well, I mean his identity was a Kingslayer but also because of his arm that gave him value in the world yeah and he used that everywhere he went he with a fight with Ned Stark or whatever in the show and and. Whenever he lost his arm and he hung out with Brienne, I think that Jamie is a character that Jamie's actually deep down not such a bad guy at all. He had to find a new normal. Jamie is in love with his sister who is a completely bad person in so many ways. And because of that, it taints Jamie. But when Jamie's away from his sister, Jamie is this different person. And he's, yes, he will do bad stuff, but in the end, after he was with Brienne, Jamie started to do think differently about a lot of things. I mean, think about it. He he sent Valyrian steel sword with Brienne to protect Sansa. Yeah, that's not the Jamie we knew from season one. And I and it wasn't just remorse. I think Jamie, when he starts talking to Brienne in the bathtub in, earlier in this uh, seasons, and he's talking about, you know, she's mocking him with the Kingslayer stuff, and he tells her. You know, that he was going to kill not just his dad, which is he specifically was talk, told someone else to do, for Jamie to do that. But Jamie wasn't just concerned. If you read that whole quote, Jamie also was concerned about the people of King's Landing. Yeah. Part of his motive was to stab him because, yes, he wanted to help his daddy out in Lannister. But also Jamie cared about the peop- common people. So I think he's a good guy. And I think he's an interesting arc because I don't think he would have ever realized that he could embrace this good side of himself if he hadn't lost his arm. In the end, in the show, he couldn't he, he, he couldn't resist Cersei. She was like a drug in the show. And yeah. I don't think the book will go that way. That's where I, I depart because the book's already established I think they'll Jamie's still die thought together. pattern. No, they've already established Jamie's thought patterns. There's absolutely no indication 
that Jamie's going to do that in the books. But that's fine. I accept. I think in the show, what I would like to have seen is I accept the drug, Cersei drug thing. Mm-hmm. But I would have preferred his arc to end. I don't think him and Brienne should have ever hooked up. I think that scene where he knighted her was he way have more emotional and yeah. way more re- fulfilling to a viewer than that How sex about this? night could have ever been. And he could have died in the long night. Yep. And he could have gone out on a perfect note and think of a about, redemption And think arc. about that would have done to Cersei and made Cersei more of a problem. Say he sacrifices himself for Brienne in the long night and he dies and it gets back to Cersei and she fucking flips a goddamn nut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it would only add to her Psychotic. psychosis yeah. and make her a perfect stepping stone villain to the real villain of the story, which would end up being Daenerys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what in saying that? And oh, hold on, just hold, here's yeah, how I'll, I've here's got how a I, p- point go to ahead. make later. Okay. No, no, go on. I'll here's, make my how, point how later. How I'll end the Jamie thing is they decided to go a different route than I would have liked. They went ahead and they had him sleep with Brienne and they made it a romantic. I think it was always romantic, but it was always going to be suppressed. Right. They decided to embrace it. Okay. And then he got up in the middle of the night and he just got on his horse and said, I'm going back to Cersei. I'm a piece of shit. And that's all I can be more or less. And Brienne's reaction really bothered me too. Cause hers was this crying, just, hysterical woman all of a sudden like he broke Brian has never been that way well but he he broke through her emotional wall that she had put up i, I all get the it years. i get it i don't i didn't want to see that i agree i i, I get it and i i accept that this doesn't ruin his arc he went back to cersei and died i i didn't like it i thought there was a billion other ways it could have ended better for jamie yeah i thought it was a crappy I, I honestly, I think it was lazy. An added I re- think it was lazy. Hey, I'm going to just go die with my sister because I just can't stand but, not to be with her when she dies. What, what drives me nuts Sorry, is they built themselves a controversy with the with the abbreviated writing, Cersei's story, Daenerys's story, and it, they, like, I think better told with enough time those endings are perfectly fine, but abbreviated and told poorly like it was on the show. There's a big outcry right now about the show being a little misogynistic. All these women characters ended up being Brienne, weepy cry, Cersei just standing there, an inept leader that, di- that dies. Fucking Daenerys, she's a crazy woman that goes crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you take away Sansa, a lot of though, Sansa and Arya. When you Arya. take away, well, Arya's a little psychotic. When you yeah. take away the just like what's obviously going to be a lot more justification in the book. Like you said, I think all the Cersei, Brienne, and Jamie of it all will probably play out a little differently. I think there's going to be a heap load more justification for Daenerys losing her mind. And I think the burning of, the burning of, I'll say the burning of King's Landing, I think that's a perfect way for it to end. Her being her father's daughter and, 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 and too many things and losing too many people. I think her flipping the, exactly. I think it's goddamn great. But but with the abbreviated justification, it it does come across a little misogynistic. And and whether it was intended or not, they deserve that criticism for the laziness of what they yeah, how they yeah. wrote what was supposed to be, which what you're seeing now. When you add that ending to what we've read so far of Daenerys, it's like, oh, that's gonna be fucking cool. You're gonna be like 
reading that, you're going to be like, oh, oh you, you're just going to be like, oh, you bitch. Like, it's just going to be like, ooh, John, St-. like, because then in the book, I bet that they're going to build up the John Daenerys respect, love, my queen thing. Is good. There's going to be whole fucking swaths of fucking information that build that close. Like, I'm real excited to read the book. And to all of you negative <laughs> mother, oh. this is going directly out to every douchebag <laughs> commenter on Reddit. Well, if he releases the go, fuck yourself. Okay, Evan. the book's gonna Who, get released. Who's your favorite character on the show? I'd be hard pressed not to say John. If I'm being honest, I feel like <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, I like. Normally, I like a good and and listen. He's if I'm going, guy. if I'm going by my normal, I like bad guys thing. I think Cersei and Ramsay are both way, 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 way up there for me. Yeah, I love Ramsay. Ramsay Bolton. I think Ramsay Bolton. Well, Ramsay. I keep on to say Ramsay Snow because he's dead. But anyway, right. he's Ramsay was perfect. <laughs> Perfectly evil. He was evil. so good and. So if I'm going my normal route of my rooting for the heel, my favorite character is Ramsey. But if I'm if I'm just saying I what I who I feel had a real you're saying overall John your general favorite John's character. reactions were very authentic. He was very authentic. His like, whole arc I, was I, consistent. Like yeah. I liked Arya's arc, but she was I feel like I she wasn't I wasn't rooting for Arya. Like Arya was creepy. Arya is creepy. Mm, yeah. Uh, John, she's like cool, but she's John's creepy. whole thing, stayed very consistent through the whole show. Even the ending with John good, was one of my good, favorite ba- main character oh, endings his, they did. God, I hope there's no one I hope has more of a career after this than Kit Arrington. Yeah. His re- he, what he the 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 chicken salad he made out of the chicken shit they gave him that last season. He's the yep. one that sold Emil Clark's Daenerys. His conflicted like. Oh shit! Is is what made any of it make sense? Yeah. So part of the thing with John for and I think and so I think I agree with. There's I liked his consistent ending. arc and his I liked his was very I, true to the show. I very liked much it. not you're not king you're not dead but Just, you, you know what you get your you fucking went full circle and it was kind of shitty yeah. kind of like Jamie in a way he went full circle but you know, I didn't like it as much with Jamie because the they hinted at redemption too much that look. That Kit Harrington, when he's riding off with the wildlings, about to disappear in the forest, and the little kids scamper by him, and Kit kind of doesn't smile, but kind of he portrays this contentment, like he should be like, content. He didn't want to be. You know what would have been? You know what? This is the list of things that would have made me very uncomfortable if John was king. King, that would have been one of the worst endings. I, I agree. I could not imagine a more shitty fucking ending I to that said story that than John Snow out. being king. Yeah. I well, because what did I say? I want John to fuck off. John. I want him to get it. He's the only character I gave a shit. He and Arya were the only two characters I gave a shit for having a happy ending because they were so fucked. It makes who got a happy ending? Arya, Sansa, John. They Brand. were the for, for what brands those four gotta... those four characters were the ones that were some literally some figuratively fucked the most like can, can i tell you one thing about john and why he's not true. why <laughs> i can't quite put him there i just john is so stupid and but, i love john i love john don't get me wrong i love john i love john believe it 
I'm Trump now. <laughs> Believe it. Can I make a can I but make a John point? John is so stupid and honorable, just like his uncle. But and he's so he could have been when he died. I'm gonna I'm, make I'm a, surprised I'm gonna make a point, Ned. Taylor. That's not Ned that went back and that uh, uh, the Red Woman got <laughs> to reincarnate you, in that body and not John. <laughs> you know who some Ned. of the best fucking good guys are? The best well-written good guys are ones that are a little short-sighted and a little dumb. I agree. And are fucking honorable despite the fact. Because you know what gets you into lots John, of fucking trouble? Being real, real honest and real, real honorable. Uh, yeah. And and I and and the. F- Listen, because again, given Game of Thrones, even the show, it's props. The fact that it built up Jon Snow as this character who was so fucking Ned Stark's son, more so than portrayed by Rob, Sansa, any of them. Jon was Ned Stark's son, and the fact he wasn't, and the fact that despite the fact he found out he wasn't in every way possible, other than the fact he was raised by Ned and was still fucking Ned and got the end that Ned, because you could see Ned would have been happy with John's like, hey, I get to go off with my buddy and my dog and go north and just foop. Like it, and and the fact he stayed so consistent. He did he say was consistent. kind, consistently and bothered stupid, by consistently un- kind, bothered yeah. by injustice, bothered by I, I needless th- slaughter. I want to throw, throw a thought experiment at you. Is John really so good, though? Let, let me explain. John had opportunities to to try to 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 try to stop Danny. For instance, whenever Danny said that fear, it, it will be fear. Then, right. whenever. John had an opportunity. He did not. That show makes it seem like, hey, you either sleep with her or you just walk out speechless. And John chose to walk out. That's a false dichotomy. There's a lot of in betweens. And but also, you know John, what? The- John could have said, Danny, I'm having a lot of trouble right now with the fact that you're my aunt, but I still love you and I do still want to have sex with you. I want to be with you tonight. Let's talk and let's just be together. And if you think fear is how you need to rule people, hear me out. He could have done that, and he was the only one at that point that could have done that because Jorah was gone, all of her Barristan was gone. She didn't all trust of her, Tyrion all anymore. Of, he, she didn't trust Tyrion. She didn't trust Varys. He was the only one. So John was so short-sighted, and I would argue almost immoral and partially responsible for not going that well, extra mile. You got to figure we're going to get some insight he, he, when it's like he, in their head on the page. I'm just going he by also, the show. That's all we Taylor, got right now. He also had he had multiple chances. To appease her, her will. Absolutely, he like his honor. In my opinion, is a, it sometimes made him act in a malicious. I'm, he didn't mean to, but it, it resulted in this, malicious. The scene stuff. where he walked out. I is, think it made for oh, more contextual one character. But it made he, for a deeper character. He did, wasn't look, a. He wasn't Superman. He wasn't too fucking good. He was just trying. He, he wasn't consequentialist. He never thought about the consequences of his mor- moral choices. He only thought about if it was good in that moment to just tell the truth. And right. that's he, all he, he thought he, about. He chose to walk out of, in that one scene. He also chose to tell his sisters who he yeah. was. Another great example. Another of one. Just a stupid thing to do, even though it was honorable. Right. He should have known that was going to get people killed. Yeah. He's smart enough. He's been killed before. <laughs> You think he would have learned something? Right. Did he? Was he smart enough to think that would get people killed? He wasn't, or he thought that. No, he wasn't. Being it, honest, the was... truth. The truth about John is he's actually not a smart guy. Right. People want to believe he's smart because he's a good person. He's a good person, but he's not a smart but guy. That, that's part of what George R. R. Martin was trying to say. That's his whole thing. Like he's Daenerys, a good guy, but he couldn't see ahead very far. Yeah. 
to realize that even though he thought he was doing the right thing, walking out of Danny's room, you know, what you just but said. To to support the idea of telling people shirking yeah, pro- I'm not saying we should shirk all the prophecy, but shirking the prophecy a little is is underpinned by the idea that when Varys is talking to Tyrion about leaders who believe in prophecy too much or their own destiny too much. I know. And Daenerys is that. Someone who got so wrapped... Listen, it's a world where magic exists, but at the same time, magic is not equal destiny. Just because something magical is happening to you, Daenerys took every magical thing that happened in her life as... She decided my destiny is to be queen. So I think in the books, John is going to be more, I'm going to like him more. I know we don't want to do too much book stuff, but he's going to be more, I'm going to like him even more because I think they're going to really go. They're going to underpin that. The whole being averse to destiny and you need to push. John's going to push away from it when Daenerys runs towards it. But prophecy will be more. And the books say that the prophecy shouldn't is, they're not always true either, but John, it'll be a bigger part of the books. John will be warging and doing magic stuff more in the books. He will do more of that in the books because yeah. it's he's been progressing. As I think Bran's going to be a much, much more consequential, oh, yeah. have much more consequential stuff to do in the books too. Well, but, listen, you said it. Budget, 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 budget. Everyone's saying, oh, the wolves were a, were, a, were a victim of the budget. More than that, like you said, the magic, the warging, the fucking brand of it all, the 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 it yeah, all of that suffered. magicy stuff suffered because even H could. But again, I know we're saying this is a big golden age of fucking fantasy. They but look at done more. look at the lengths, look at the money that Amazon's having to dole out to do Lord of the Rings justice, and we don't even know if even they have doled out enough. It's just, it's a big order. When you want to get this right, that's why I'm going to be very, when we, in, when we, in a minute, when we adjust our ratings, I'm going to be, it's got, listen, folks, I'm going to drop it, but I'm going to be very <laughs> forgiving because I don't think we're ever going to get the perfect fantasy TV show because it's just too goddamn expensive. It's going to be a while until the f- technology is a little cheaper and more accessible. I just don't think it's going to happen. Justin, is it time for my favorite character? It is, finally. We had a tangent. My favorite character is Tyrion Lannister. It's a good choice. He he had such a roller coaster ride throughout the whole show. You know, he was he was a, a womanizer, but he was also like looked down upon when not both literally and figuratively. Um but he had I mean he's such a mm-hmm. great story and redemption story for him. And I think his story ended up a lot better than a lot of other people. Oh, definitely. And he in- landed a lot better than a lot of characters. Well, I would say well, the I'm main character, for the most part, the main characters all kind of landed. I'm not. I'm not talking about happy endings. I'm just talking about a solid. They all landed. A solid, satisfying ending. I think Tyrion had. It's a little too fairy tale Opinion me, yeah. on the the council scene. Uh, listen, no. Listen, I wasn't. I want more explanation. Again, it's a it's a victim of I want more explanation. I want more story for Bron. I want more story for Sam. I want more story. I want more story. It, I want to know. It felt like a dream Tyrion was having in the ch- in her in his right. incarceration room before Danny was going to execute. That's yeah. how I felt. That ending scene. I was like, Is this a dream? Is this really happening? I mean. I'll, I'll, I, told, I didn't see. I didn't hate it. I told. Taylor, I didn't hate it either. I'm I just saying it wasn't. Oh, but there are some people who are so mad about Braun. Okay, okay. Let's let oh. Justin finish his. I, his I did. T- I told Taylor this before the show started, but during the last episode, especially during the council scene, I had my hands clenched just because I was so disappointed 
and and just how the show ended like the the shortened seasons i was so disappointed and angry but um i just i feel like Tyrion, like one of my favorite scenes in the last season was Tyrion and jamie's last scene together like saying goodbye you're the only one that oh, ever accepted me that was one of my favorite which scenes, you yeah. won't which you won't have if jamie dies in the in the in the fighting the dead people like if you're talking about the book yeah but they could reorder things if you're talking about the book they could it's all going to be you're see me and i agree with you that it's not going to go exactly i mean it's going to be the endpoints will be the same but they're going to get there in a very different way yeah i also but like i said before and george r R. martin has said this because he showed it said it when he was talking about the the wildling girl asha he is period being influenced period by the show like some of the choices that they made on the show, he is in incro- It is impossible. The dude is watching his own project come to life on TV. It is impossible for him to gauge what works, what didn't work. Absolutely. And, and change gonna, his story because the story has not been written yet. It's in his head. His head is being influenced by the things he's watching. What he's watching is his story play out. So he's going, oh, I could do. Oh, yeah. Mm, well, little I could. Thing, oh, little I things could. will change. But I, I just, I think but also the want to make the show and the book the same. Even, I feel like as a writer, he would want that. Even with the shortened seasons, I think Tyrion had the most complete story. It was complete. It didn't feel as rushed as the other ones did. Johns didn't feel rushed to me either. Johns didn't either. Well, Johns yeah. played out. I'm saying that's why. I, that's why Jamie's felt rushed at the end. My favorite character was was between John and Tyrion, and I, and I just I landed on Tyrion. I'm gonna read this now. It's my quip on the last season because you touched on it. You said you were, what'd you say, disappointed, disappointed. Very, and angry, and angry. Yeah. I was, ma- I wasn't angry. I was uh, a little bit in shock, and I was disappointed. I didn't hate it, no. but it felt okay. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I was just angry at the, at, of course, all the stuff that went down to make it a shortened season. That's that's what I was angry. I about. said about this season. Um, this was on Monday. It was rushed. It treated the audience like children and too happy. It didn't feel like the show we came to love. It wasn't the worst thing ever, but for what I consider be the best fantasy show ever made, it wasn't as good as it needed to be. It was a disappointment. It wasn't like it was the worst thing ever. The the effects, there was tons of things I could say that were, were the best thing ever, but it didn't execute and it suffered so much from that. Um, the potential was just sapped. And uh, a, a few things I also wanted to say, can we go into this a little bit, these last... Um, on the long night, I have to question the strategy, like why the the people making the episode and writing it, why, is there, why are the siege weapons out front? Why did they have the cavalry charge alone? Why not have the cavalry flank after the enemy charges? You're in a defensive position. And listen, I'm not one to I'm not one to poke at fucking holes as much, but all the guy I watched all the Dothraki disappear into the darkness. And then, and then some then, of them are around later. And then the next episode or whatever later, there's a whole bunch left. And I'm like, Doo. Why is it that when Melisandre lit the 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 trenches with her magic, which was badass, why weren't the trenches 
thicker. Why is it that whenever the trenches were there, everybody stopped firing arrows when that was the best time in the world to stop, start killing the whites when they couldn't do anything? Why didn't they rain dragon on the whites whenever that fire was going and yeah. they had a defensive well, nah, position? The dra- anything dragon related is answered by the fact that the wall, there's like, an in- they don't know how many whites and they all have spears and that would have been the end of that. That's fair. Like, that doesn't explain why they weren't at least firing their bows. Um, so another quibble, episode four, why did Danny fly into an ambush of the Iron Fleet? Whenever there was just a rock there and she was like way up in the air and could have seen over the rock. Okay. Don't, don't do that to me, please. I'm not that dumb. She could see and don't then on in the, on the inside of the episode, the producer said, well, Danny had forgotten about the iron fleet. Okay. Maybe I can believe that, but Tyrion's supposed to be one of the smartest men in Westeros. Varys is one of the smartest people in the world. So you got two, don't tell me they didn't know. Yeah. Forget about the Iron Fleet. And then inconsistency with the scorpion weapon. The scorpion weapon in that scene killed one of the dragons. Yes, the dragon was slightly injured. I get it. But it was, and I was fine with that. Yeah. A dragon died. And then I was left with the impression that these weapons were very effective. Turns out they're not actually effective at all. Right. They had nearly double or even more of the weapons in the next episode, the and wall. Danny took out everything yeah. without a single hitch. Mm-hmm. Now you can argue, oh, she flew lower, she did this, she did that. Really hard to accept whenever that other scene, just one episode before, showed a very effective weapon at aiming and hitting the dragons. Yes, she dodged them in that scene, but barely, and she had to break away. So anyway, uh, that was something... Um, Jamie, yeah, I went over that, the Jamie stuff. Uh, this is the nature of the Rush thing, but Bran is a 2D character, really, as, as he went along. And this is in the show, not the book. Yeah. And he obviously uh, needed to not be. Bran like, has no personality. Uh, there's nothing really to him. And we needed to see more background of Bran. For him to be the king, there needed to be more. Um, another point is Bran really that moral? Can Bran see the future? There's a couple scenes that hint that he can see parts of the future. Right. Bran made a little quip whenever he met with the council thing when they were deciding the king that he came all the way, he wouldn't have come all the way up there if he hadn't known he was going to be king. Right. Did he know that Danny was going to kill all those people in King's Landing so he could become king? Is he really a good guy? Yeah. I don't know. Does uh, it's murky in the show how much Bran can really see? Yeah. I also I, I call into question. Maybe he knows the future I, and can't change it. I feel Maybe like it's one of those I things. feel like I when John killed Daenerys, that should have kind of all Daenerys's house of cards should have then collapsed. The whole John being arrested thing, based solely on the fact just the the unsullied were do, left do you to really negotiate. Think, do you really like, think Grey Worm, do you think Grey Worm would have incarcerated John? Do you, do you think, think he would have stabbed, stabbed him? him right away? But here's the other thing. I the the unsullied him. aside, they established there was quite a few Dothraki left. What happened when Khal Drogo died? His Kalasar went bananas. Right. I would have liked the idea of the Westerosi people even if just a passing mention of having to have dealt with the wild raiding broken Kalasar of Daenerys. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no mention of the Dothraki. Isn't it amazing how 
some of the stuff, even with and the shortened stuff, just I, little I feel like they could have made it a a a more satisfying ending to where John fucking off north was John's decision. Right. Like they could have had once Daenerys was dead, her forces were dealt with. Gray worms like in chains. The the council of the all the whatevers are sitting there, and they all decide, like shock, 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 because hopefully more build up that Bran would be the guy. He's the right temperament to rebuild and blah blah blah. Allowing John to just cut. And here's what I was expecting when Varys was sending out all of his little notes before he was fried to the whole kingdom. That I was assuming that's what he was doing was sending out. Hey, John fucking Snow is right. Is Aegon Targaryen? Uh, you know, signaling to everybody. This is the guy. I would hope that after Daenerys wiped out all those people and all the mess that was created by that, the realm then kind of re- as a whole rejects him. Like you're the last Targaryen. Go fuck yourself. Allowing John to kind of like okie dokie. Uh, we're the only place for him. Unable to avoid his true identity as the quote-unquote last Targaryen, he fucks off north with Tormund and Ghost through the ruins of of Castle Black, through his old life, off into the wilderness. That's I feel like would have made more sense than Grey Worm standing there, like and in front says, of all the lords. He tells Tyrion not to speak, and then Tyrion Tyr- decides who the king is. Yeah, I don't know that. That that's what you call that. Late. I that's, have a problem. That's with. lazy. Uh, that's sort of a lazy writing. A good example. Another good example of lazy writing. So this is the that episode, the last episode. This is cringy stuff, and you knew it was a different. Arya was quoted. This is a quote from Arya. I know a killer when I see one, referring to Danny to John. Really? After she murdered a million people? It's, uh, yeah. It's kind of like, I almost cringed when I heard that. I was like, she just massacred a city. and you That wrote, could have been a much wrote, better conversation. And you wrote with Arya, you thought it would be good for her character because she's an assassin to say, I know a killer when I see one. That's so cliche and stupid. That's yep. sloppy. That's lazy. That was nothing like the early seasons. Arya would never, they would never write something that stupid for Arya. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was just like, man, they're just rushing to get through this fucking thing and be done. Because that was not in character. That was shit. Arya wouldn't say that. She'd say Valar Magulis. She would say something, but I mean, she wouldn't point out something obvious to any idiot. Yeah. Of course, John's an idiot. Maybe he needed to. <laughs> hear that i don't know <laughs> but again I, I i this is why when i was going into this episode i was like i'm not gonna pick too hard at nits because ev- as far as i know every nit i have to pick is going to be expanded on and explained better in his book and yeah. again i don't want to i don't want to speculate whether some fat old guy's gonna get under on his ass and write a book I, I'm going to live in my world where in my world, George R. R. Martin is probably going to finish that fucking book and it's going to be done. Mo- most of my quibbles, I've, as you know, are, are not stuff that with could the, probably be the, explained with, away. Right. Not, the endpoints aren't the problem. It just felt it, it felt super, super rushed. And I think a good example was just look at Danny in the last Danny. couple, two or three episodes. We had Danny going around the desert, having these long-drawn conversations yep. about going or not going or staying to this city or going to this city or sieging that city. And suddenly, we get to where we've been waiting for all this time, 
and we get maybe 15, 20 minutes here's, of Danny's screen time. Ladies right. and gentlemen, here's what should have fucking happened. There should have been 10 goddamn seasons. There okay? should have been. This, this season, is the, seven This is, this season. is official consensus and I, and, here at and I am, And I am going to say the story could stay exactly the same. I'm not going to dog it. I ain't going to dog it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the story, clever. literally, you take the exact same story they told, and you take seasons <laughs> seven and eight, to tell the to just be all about the 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 winter threat, the Night King, the Whites, the zombies have like four episodes dedicated to the Long Night. Go fucking out both pants legs with that shit. Establish it as the thing that sets up the thing. You know what I mean? Then season goddamn nine. So you all oh, this big goddamn bullshit. Season nine is all about dealing with goddamn Cersei. You got to deal with Cersei. Figure out a, cl- a clever way of John and Danny and Brer, and use that season to start planting those little seeds. Those little seeds that they planted in like two episodes. Imagine them little planted about Daenerys over fucking six or seven episodes. I want all more, these little things that make you. I want I wanted scenes with Danny like screaming and, and her just, eye and, twitching yeah, and fucking being crazy. Right. I yeah. you know more shit like you know. Perfect point when Missy Sunday died. When she got her head chopped off, I'm like, if they had four more of those, I mean, it's I mean, Jora and Melisande worked a little, but they needed more shit from her taken away by the Cersei Euron Alliance with more reaction from with her. more it reaction her. and her freaking out, and you, th- it was missing those things. And it, well, the, like you, the Game of Thrones in the early season was like big thing, big thing, and between those big things, you had the characters talking about the things, right? It, imagine not if between of, all that, not a lot of dialogue really. In this imagine if season. you had Daenerys having a couple of good, healthy freakout sessions over the course of three or four episodes. Oh, I would have loved it. Yeah, with like, fucking Varys, just like imagine Daenerys and Varys and Tyrion all having a few conversations, and at least three or four more times where Varys is just looking at Tyrion, going, "Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? How about a whole season where Daenerys is flying around the Seven Kingdoms roasting motherfuckers that don't kneel for her? What if she rolls up on goddamn River Run and Edmure's standing there all, oh my, well, my, 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 and she roasts a bunch of people and John's just wringing his hands for like 10 episodes going, oh, Danny, McQueen, oh, Jesus Christ, what am I going to do? Like, and we at, needed it. And, go ahead and throw in some Varys looking at the camera like Jim on the office. Well, there was, there was whenever that, Danny's going nuts. There was that scene where Tyrion comes in uh, to see Daenerys. She hadn't been eating. She was like, and you saw her. Oh, you needed more of that. And and she was, looked real pale. Needed way more. Real, a lot of bags under the eyes. Like I wanted to see the transition from nice, pretty, well put together Daenerys to, to that. that, and then also see her as that. On top of the dragon, so, but can, when, they, I, when they showed her, when they showed her at King's Landing, la- she's too put together. Dragon, she's way too put together. She oh, does I not agreed. look crazy. Imagine, imagine an entire That's season. A good point. So you you've got season seven and eight that build up this ex in this theoretical season, season seven and eight where they build up Daenerys as a hero, 
the hero of the of the Great War with the with the White Walker. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And then in season nine, when she gets back down to business to try and claim her throne, you start introducing all the John Aegon stuff underneath all the her losing a bunch of people and an entire ten episode run where she's losing her fucking mind. Season nine culminating in her burning and King. Bur- hold about, on, how, hold on, burning know, King's Landing, leading to an entire season ten and. An entire 10 episode run to wrap up the show where she's ruling over over westeros because here's the problem people are saying with the night king none of westeros will believe it happened no one saw it right no one in westeros should will even believe most of them that daenerys even existed most people didn't see the dragons what we needed was a season 10 with daenerys and her awful bloody fiery shitty rain as queen you know what i mean building up to john just like because you know what was a good monologue and what makes john one of my favorite characters when he's standing in the burnt out throne room with danny and she's just looking at him going you don't understand it's gonna be paradise this is where i'm not gonna dog amelia clark because that scene that scene right there just that dog was her. with what they gave us, with what they with what they were allowed to work with. That scene between Kit and Amelia was good. Her just going like, "You don't understand. I'm gonna fix everything." And then John knew. I'm gonna fix it. John knew he couldn't. I'm gonna fix anything. it like I fixed the tongue. Because because here and here's another thing. When Ver, I think it was Varys and Tyrion when they were talking about. Yeah, she freed all those people. All that stuff she did and the the burning the dudes and crucifying the dudes and and whatever. She burned people. She crucified people. She had her she dragons eat people. To evil she people, was a, But yeah, oh yeah, it's easy to cheer on somebody when they're burning and crucifying evil people. Right. But in the end, she's still a fucking psychopath that's how i always felt about her i was gonna say real quick i wanted to get an ed and uh, a word into evan's season nine that he Mm -hmm. is hypothetical when daenerys is showing signs i think it would have been a cool thing to have another character introduced that was with Tyrion and Varys that kind of was a quiburn type of sleazebag that kind of played into her bron could have been that Someone, I don't think Braun would have fit the bill. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of the existing characters would have fit the bill, but it was just an idea. It would have been cool. They could have done so much. My point you know is who could have you know who could have fit that bill? You know so who could have fit that bill? Asha. Or uh Yara. The Greyjoy chick. Yeah. Yeah. Have her standing beside Daenerys going, You don't need these people. Right. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> You'd have fucked them. You go Or honestly, like honestly, like if they didn't kill her. A terrible if they didn't kill her. Elena. Imagine if she was sitting there, but yeah, just go, go and kill it. Go. You'd be a dragon. She, there's a few people that would have fit that bill if they would have let him stick around. Um, oh, a dark. Although I, I think Elena's death was pretty fucking dumb. Wait, who, who was Elena? Elena, the, the old lady, man. The, the Queen of Thorns? The, the Tyrone. Oh, lady. oh, yeah. Yeah, but be that, a dragon. Uh, her, her mercenary person would have been. Uh, Dario coming over would have been an example of yeah. someone, but I didn't like him. So I, I, the they point never, to, he was a character that was never portrayed correctly because no. they were too afraid. Listen, Dario was in the books, uh, well, in the show too, the Lysine people, 
They're in like kind of like as far as like the the Pentos way south. The Lysine people have like yellow and blue and green beards and green and pink hair, and they look crazy. They never dedicated themselves to that look, and that's why Dario ended up being kind of a character, the forgettable, because they didn't fucking take the risk. It's that you know how we always comic book comic book thing exactly. Oh, put them all in black leather. No, dude, fuck that. Give them pink hair, like. And I feel a lot of it wasn't budget with the magic i think some of it was they, they were didn't want to make it too nerdy yeah i was i think a lot of it was they were too afraid to lean into the fantasy elements I mean, they were. that's that's bullshit they I, were i want to talk about that the scene of, in da- of danny in the in the throne room because it it called back to when she saw herself walking into the throne room oh, she never, the she way never, way back in the early never reached it because with the, the warlocks that right. shows that she was never but never meant to reach to be but queen, that you know scene I mean? like Right. Whenever I first saw that scene, you thought it was snow falling in in the uh, yeah in the throne room, and it ended, ended up being ash. There I, was some decent and, and storytelling that, in that, that show, scene. Man. Is the one I wanted to see, like because I knew that I had seen it before, and I wanted to see it again. So and then really they glad. repeat. They did it. Roof gone. That's what I'm saying. I'm, ash falling. I'm glad that they they did were it. brought that together. There. Yeah. It didn't happen like I thought it was going to. I thought the White Walkers were going to come all the way south. And it was going to be snowing in the throne room. Right. It turned out to be Ash, and it turned out to be her. That's, see, Which that's was something good. people yeah, was keep good. bitching about, that the Night King wasn't the ultimate bad guy. I'm like, if the goal was to circumvent the expectation that it's a fairy tale, isn't one of the better ways they did that by going, ah, but the they, real they, enemy is within. You know what I mean? Like, that's... I agree. Okay. The real enemy is the human condition. We agree, like, but that's not what we watched. We watched... That's your scenario where you created those extra seasons, but what we watched was Cersei being the, the last evil person. Right. Well, Daenerys. Danny lasted for 20 minutes. It's true. Less than, it's like, true. 10 minutes of screen time. It's true. So, yeah, I mean, give true. me a break. That's the problem. And Danny was... Danny is the... Would have been an awesome villain. And they didn't give us it like we needed it. Who's your dog it? <laughs> On a, if, if we're just talking the show. Yep. We're just the show. Just the show. Braun. I was going to say, that's what I'm leaning towards. I, I don't, the la, like, of everybody over the, la, over the last season, the most huh, arc Braun. was Braun. Because they establish he's not smart they like he's street smart but not book smart he's a sellsword he's just a schmo right. he's the master of coin yeah like that did strike like everyone anyone that says like why is sam the archmaster i'm like oh, i don't know maybe because he saved the fucking world <laughs> go and, fuck yourself maybe you because maybe no because one else wants to job you right. you know that over that that little time he probably swaggered the fuck back in old town and went What's up, you old bitches? I was right. Suck my dick. The king says so. I'm the archmaster. You know what I'm saying? Sam didn't bother me. Brienne didn't bother me. Fucking Tyrion's, you know, being forced to fix everything didn't bother me. I honestly, I like Bran. I like the twist of Bran as king. I like that the that the even tent and I feel like told better. That is it. Like I keep saying. Like I told my dad when we were talking, musing about it. I was like, told better, everything that happened is fine. Told better, right. every single character could end in a, when you, when you get finished with that book one day, 
If it's exact, if they it ends exactly like that ended, but told better, I'm fine. Yeah. If it's Queen of the North sailing off Arya, King Bran, fucking John with his buddies, fucking Cersei and Jamie dying in each other's arms, that is all fucking gravy. So long as it's given the right amount of time and the right telling, I'm good. They're I'm gonna fucking have to solid, really, man. They'll have to really work on the Jamie thing then yeah. if they're going to have her go back to Cersei. In the you just need to set aside expectation and just, re- I, 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 it's definitely going to be worth a reread. I think to have it all fresh. I want it all fresh on my mind. I might even just b- b- blast through the audio. Who's your dog? It might blast I, through I, the I audio. Yet. I'm like, I'm pouring through characters over all eight seasons and I'm, I'm struggling to find one. Um, there were a few underdeveloped characters, but I think just because the last story beat with Braun, I was left sitting there as much as, Hey, I'm not going to bitch about that fucking council scene. I thought it was fine. It needed a little levity and that gave it some levity and it gave a little cap end to a couple of characters when they didn't listen, considering the abbreviated time frame, they gave a little duty, but Braun was a little, I didn't want it. I didn't, I didn't, I honestly have brand Braun. I was a Bron- I, I was a Braun fan in the show. Braun should have been roasted by Drogon when he went in that one episode where Daenerys fries the Lannister army. Honestly, I I think Braun needed to be. Braun was another TV reaction where Braun was very popular in the goddamn TV show, right? And they brought him back. Like I'm, I just didn't I'm need to think it, of, man. I'm trying to think of my my definition of what a dog it is, and it's someone, of course, who maybe was written poorly or. Braun. Or someone that I... That I like, but it was written awkwardly. Braun. But that's, for me, that's how it's It can also be someone that's that's just interesting to you. We've yeah, said that, too. But I don't I don't apply that definition when I pick my Doggett. Okay. Because I think of John Doggett. Well, I maybe that of, speaks to the strength... Okay, so Grey Worm? Uh, because nobody? I, mean, I, I enjoyed Braun through most of the show. But his his continued existence How about was inexplicable. Inexplicable. <laughs> you know who who fits the dog at a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, you know what? I was disappointed that Nymeria didn't come back. Uh, that's one of the things that it's probably going to change. Didn't have time, but it's also probably going to. What do you bet in oh, the, in the books, if the book? He's, she's going to come roaring out of the forest. That's what a I'm pack saying, of wolves. Like, um, but no, I, I'll. We all wanted to see it. Come yeah. on. I wanted well, to they see it. There's so, ma- it. there's so many things I wanted to see, and I felt like they started to drop things because they didn't have the time or the budget or whatever. I wanted Hot Pie to ride, I'm gonna in, say, ride in on a horse and look at Arya and extend his hand, and Hot Pie and Arya disappear I'm going to say my, my dog it is Rickon. Rickon Stark. That's not a bad choice, actually. Yeah. Uh, what a shitty character. <laughs> it should have even been a part of the show, which I bet in the books will be more consequential, but yeah. in the show, it was just a nothing. Was, That's what I'm saying. I think he, it was... In my head he cannon, tar- by the way... He was target practice for Ramsey. In my head yeah. cannon... He didn't know how to zigzag. In my head cannon, Hot Pie is on Arya's crew. Like in, it, She assembled a crew, and she wanted a galley guy, and she probably went to the in at the crossroads and was like, Hot Pie... Let's go west. Like, there's a whole. I'm. I want an Arya spinoff. I don't right. give a fuck. You go, Taylor. Who's your, your dog? Oh, I. I Braun. Braun is yeah. my is my dog. Um, and for all the reasons that Evan said, it just. But after after I think he worked well the first two or three seasons, but I think his arc. He should have. It should have ended at some point. And I, 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 listen, I fucking Ramsey, goddamn Hodor, fucking Arya. Goddamn, 
Sandor Clegane, fucking. Uh, there, I love how you're cursing before every name. There's <laughs> so many good fucking characters in this show. Yeah. There is an. I can't listen. I say Ramsey slash John because of how, how much those of arcs, the impact they had on me, and the arcs they made. Like, what I, about what about Jora and Theon, the Forgotten? I love them too. Yeah, they're great. I thought Theon's arc was yeah. was was wonderful. I, like I thought Jorah's fucking arc was one. Listen, I thought I Theon, thought the Theon's clever... arc is it a good example of them staying consistent yep. with Game of Thrones? That how he died. That Jorah normally go- Jorah, like the clever ass way they had Jorah, the whole Jorah, his dad Sam thing. Oh man. I want to add in a like question. When, the fact that when I was watching and and Jorah interacted with Sam, it didn't even trigger in my head Lord Lord Commander Mormont. I just and when it was brought up when Sam was like, Your father taught me to be a man, I was like, you know what? God damn it. You know who my favorite fucking character is? Goddamn Samuel motherfucking Tarly. I love Sam. Sam's pretty cool. Honestly, was there a more consistent character? In the whole show. It's a good arc. Other than Sam Tarley, who inexplicably was at the council of <laughs> Pick do, the New King. Do y'all want to hear about... Uh, I can't... Honestly, can inter- I go on record? I can't pick a favorite character. I don't have one. <laughs> okay. There's too many. Fine. I can't fucking do it. So Entertainment Weekly has a poll that I looked at earlier today. I thought it'd be interesting to share if you haven't read it. Uh, their favorite season... I'll do the winner... And then I'll do the runner-up. Okay. The audience's favorite season was season six with twenty-six point nine percent. That was season a seven. Hell was, of a season. Season seven won the second place with twenty-one point nine, which mm. I find surprising. Yeah. Uh, best episode winner: The Winds of Winter, season six, episode ten. Uh, Cersei blew up the Sept with everyone in it. Toman jumps out the window. John is proclaimed king of the North. Cersei's crowned queen and Arya gets revenge on House Frey, which was a cool scene. Oh by the man, way. that was a good episode. That was a good. That oh. was a very, very good episode. Uh, good app. Hardhome was uh, season five, episode eight was runner up. No, wait, no, it wasn't. The Reigns of Castamere, season three, episode nine. Red Wedding. Yep. Uh, so that's cool. Best quote. Y'all want to take any guesses of the best quote of the Falar Margulis? Uh, I drink and I know things. Yep, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's on too many t-shirts. It did not win. It was third place. That's what I do. I I drink and I know things. Yeah. Uh, the winner was there is only one thing we say to death, not today. Not today. Twenty three point nine. The runner hey, up. Was I got some goddamn. I got a little bit of goosebumps when the red lady was oh, like, yeah. was oh, like yeah. she was standing there with Sandor oh, that and was Arya, cool. and she was like. What do we say to death? I like, like the magic. The I like inexplicableness. That like, like people, because you know? yes. that's the thing. People bitched about her, her inclusion, and calling her Deus Ex Machina and blah blah blah. I'm like, she didn't really do much. She was an ancient creature, an ancient wit, wit, witch that they established traveled to the Shadowlands of Ashai and learned real magic. And she just she followed her god to the point where she knew, and she. De- I thought Masandi. Missandra, sorry, Melisandra, Missy Sunday was the other one. Melisandra, I thought that whole thing and her taking off the thing, going like, 
That's it. I d- achieved my. Yeah. I'm hundreds of years old. This is I'm what I was fuck, meant to do. I, this I'm is done. what I was meant to do. I'm donezo. I thought that was one of the best. Like she was tired. Just because they're trying to circumvent expectations about fantasy and you and tell. turn it on its ear doesn't mean that yes. they shouldn't still use some tried and true fucking tropes from fantasy to make it just. And her being the mysterious Deus Ex Machina magic user that swoops in and. Like that's perfectly gone. But you could tell throughout the show that she was getting tired, and she Obi Wan's the show. Goes she on. fucking Obi Wan's at the end. That's but we perfect. Wanted, I wanted to see that. I so I didn't like that the Dorthraki charged, but I did love the fact that she lit, lit those swords. fucking that swords, was fucking man. That was cool. amazing. Uh, the runner-up was Tell Cersei. I wanted to know it was me. It was me. That lady delivered a hell of a performance. Uh, winner of the best battle. Most oh, epic ba- battle. Bastards. Bastards. Yep. Gotta be the bastards. 58.7 and one hands down. The runner up was only 12.4%. Uh, the Bla- Spoils of War Season 7, Episode 4. Oh. Where'd the Battle of Blackwater fall? Blackwater only got 3.7%. That's sad. Wow. That was a cool, cool that battle. That was a cool battle. Most memorial wedding. Memorial. Memorable. 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 What the fuck? Memorable. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, any guesses on that? Well, obviously the red wedding, yeah. but I bet I bet I bet the the Joffrey. The number two that was number three. The number two surprises me. It was Daenerys Targaryen and Khal Drogo's twenty at twenty. Yeah, by all the Dothraki fucking yeah. and yeah, a Dothraki wedding would be just it considered cool. a dull affair it's for that pretty one. Pretty memorable. Most epic death. Most epic death. Uh, Ned. I'd venture to say Dolores said. No, nah, it's Ned. It's got to be Ned. Oberyn Martell. Oh, Oberyn. Oh, right. The Red Viper. Of course. Yeah. Get its head, his head smashed Yeah, in. that was cool. Yeah. Uh, Oberyn Martell. Well, it was Ned, the eyes. Ned, he remembered Ned, it was uh, the thumbs. That's why when well, he did it to his brother, it was so shocking at the eyes because he, he pushed well, he, his thumbs he, into he his did, eyes. He did the eyes, but then he smashed the head. Yeah. Like, you, you get some close-up, uh, 19.4, Ramsey Bolton, then it went a little lower, Ned Stark, and then jo- Joffrey. Yeah, Baratheon. It is. Uh, Viserys got thirteen point three percent with the next one. So those are all good deaths. I enjoyed all of those. Yeah. Um, Danny, best villain. Now this is interesting. Best villain. Best villain. Cersei, Ramsay, Tywin. Damn, Evan. Mm. Is he getting? Did I call it? He got the first two. Cersei won with 33.6, and Ramsey came in second with 30.6, and then it goes all the way down now, to Baelish. Now, I want to ask you both a question. Since Peter Baelish. Baelish. God, I forgot to mention how much I love Littlefinger. And honestly, and honestly <laughs> how much I enjoyed the wrap-up. I thought the subterfuge in the end by Sansa and Arya. Bah. No, we disagree on that. I dig, I dig how our Littlefinger went out. Anyway. I uh, did not dig how he went out. He was too smart for that. And he would have never walked into that. But it room. was the only he, way to set up he Sansa. Gave into love. As... Yeah, because they had to give up. They had to be lazy. That's what that was. That, but that's, that's the story. That you you had. What? Well, how do, else do you establish that Sansa has learned and grown and become a master manipulator? Just but also, like... but also, Peter Baelish gave into his feelings. Where the I, fuck I, else would so, that character have gone thing, if he hadn't have been killed at that point? That Where does he go? Makes sense, but it's not completely clear that Baelish cares as much deeply about Sansa as you might think. 
I don't think he gives a fuck about either of them. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about anybody. He he made the portrayal that he loves her, and that was for her to think because he needs justification to be a power hungry little piece (laughs) of shit. I just don't think he. I just think he's too smart of a guy. I think they dumbed down. This is one of my big problems with the show as it went on. They dumbed down the last two seasons, especially the smartest people. Yeah, Littlefinger became a dumbass. Varys became stupid. Made bad decisions. Varys became stupid. Yeah. The way he behaved, he knew he could have done a better job. We know Varys. He's the master of whispers. He could have done better. Um, Tyrion misfires every now, fucking round. some of yeah. his misfires, obviously, now I'm looking back, were intentional to establish more of Daenerys' breakdown. I, I, that's part of it. So, I mean, some of Tyrion's mistakes were obviously a part Agreed. of the story. I mean, he he made mistakes, which led to her like, ah, like yeah. I invested a lot in you, you piece of shit. You're my hand. Jesus. Like like that That should have been honestly established more. They should have pressed harder on the fact that Tyrion kept Most fucking up. Most heroic character. John. John wins. John, 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 John. Uh, can y'all guess the... Brienne. Second. Brienne. Tyrion. Nope. Find it in, it's an interesting choice. Theon? And I think I agree with it. Hodor. Ah, true. He gets 20.4%. Wow. Think about what he did. Yeah. People, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he, saved he, the, all, he, saved, he saved the king. He saved the fucking king. He died for the king. That it, was another great, I mean, season six. God, that was all. Season six was the, by the way, uh, season six, I think, was the highest acclaimed. Yeah. Or, well, they loved it the most here. I don't know if it's the highest acclaimed. Best weapon. This is obvious. Ice. Not ice. Sorry, no, <laughs> not ice. Long claw. Long claw. No best. Um, let me rephrase that. Needle. No best weapon. No. Weapon. They're on the list though. What are their fucking best weapon? Daenerys's dragons are considered weapons. Oh, suck a dick. <laughs> uh, then the top. That I know. That's so lame. A needle won the second place. Then it went to the dire wolves and then it went down to Samuel Tarley's dragon glass. You know what I wanted them one little change I wanted them to make. And then wildfire. This is something I wanted them to do in the last episode. Then ice finally. They were always kind of made it clear that he had to put his sword away when he went to visit Daenerys, you know what I mean? This is the way I wanted it to play out. I wanted him to kill her with needle. I wanted him to sneak Needle into the throne room, ha- make a point of showing him hand Longclaw off to fucking Grey Worm or whoever, and when and then that would add to the surprise. He just killed her with any old knife. I feel like he should have, because Needle was the sword he gave Arya. It's the sword he had forged. It kind of satisfies that whole Lightbringer thing that it would, that Needle was the fucking thing. Or, and he would no. be easily hideable. He could hide it on his person and then use it to shank Daenerys. Or the Valyrian steel dagger. I think Needle would have been better because it was forged by him and it, it there's a lot of symbolism. You know, why would do you need Valerian still to kill Daenerys? No, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, to kill Daenerys, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm just saying, you know, not Night King. I'm talking when Jon yeah. kills Daenerys, he should have been able, like, he had to give away a sword, but he could smuggle in Needle because it was little. And Arya, and Arya wanted him to do Arya, that. Yeah. So it would have implied that Arya was like, here you do go. it yeah. fucking do it bro like man I, up like that's a that good, that's a that would have added that's a all good the con- idea of how they could have been just a shorter season and it would have added a lot I, I have a few things i want to read uh can i finish this yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. almost done okay i'm not gonna have y'all guess anymore these are because some of these are dumb best dressed daenerys 
Uh, best hair, Daenerys. <laughs> sexiest character, Jon Snow. Uh, sexiest couple, Danny and Cal Drogo. I am going to ask you all about this. Best house. I like that question. Kind of obvious. I like Bolton's. Oh, really? It's the Starks. It's the Starks. The Starks win. Boltons aren't even on the I know list. You got to be a. Sick uh, but I've fuck. always been the. I've always been. I like the house. I like Ramsey. I like fucking Ramsey and House Bolton. Boltons. I like the Boltons. House Greyjoy gets a mere point four percent. Um, I I House Stark got seventy three percent. Stark I, Lannister Targaryen or Stark Targaryen Lannister or something like that. Stark Targaryen, uh, Tyrell beat Lannister actually. What? Yeah. That, I don't know. That's dumb. It's based on Elena because Elena is a meme. Well, and 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 people liked Marjorie. I think. Best house words. Winners coming. <laughs> Not a big surprise no. there, right? House Martell, unbowed, unbent, unbroken, got second. Wait, wait. wait did you say Martell or Tyrell? Tyrell for the last one. Tyrell was the third uh, favorite house. Yeah, Tyrell was thir- Targaryen. Tyrell was the third. Tyrell or the not like, Martell. Okay, Elena Tyrell. Martell got two. Doran Martell. Why did they do that? Why did George R. R. Martin do that? Uh, that then was... yeah, House Stark. Winter's coming, and then that yeah. Uh, I always thought that the fucking Greyjoys. Uh, uh, we, we do, do not. not we do not sow. It is. They only got one point three percent. I thought that was that was, that was, that was the best. I think that was the best. Best like, sigil words. House Targaryen. Who deserved the Iron Throne? This is the last one. I mean, as far if we're going to say John, they're going to say John. No, if we're talking from a realistic perspective of who they did really the person who will do the best job and bring peace and rebuild King's Landing and do things for the people. And logically, it it makes complete fucking. And if they were literally and if, you know, moving on to an elective thing instead of her, you know, hereditary, it makes perfect fucking sense. He's a noble. He has an incredible story. But the, he has insane perspective. He's smart. Who is this? Bran. Oh, He's no, Bran right. does not make sense. Because they didn't know shit about what Bran, who Bran was. I, mm. Only Tyrion knew. Yeah, no one knew who the, what Bran was about and if he was a good well, person. Well, Tyrion and We Sam. also don't know how much anyway, was what does it exposed say? and talked what about the in the time. Between not not a big surprise. Jon Snow. Yeah. Uh, but... I disagree. Then Danny's second. I uh, disagree. I, I'll, I'll tell you who I believe based on the show. What I saw, who was going to, who would be the best, who deserved it, and who would be the best for the people. Sansa. Mm-hmm. Sansa it would have been an okay way to end it. Sansa would have been the best person because she was smart, le- learned from Littlefinger how to deal with all of that shit that is his, her dad could never figure out. Yeah, but she still had the heart. And it the, would make the sense because then the North would accept being part of the Seven Kingdoms because the Queen, because the Queen would be their Queen. She was balanced, and, and she was and smart. Bran could have been his, her master of whispers or whatever her her advisor. Go ahead, Justin. So I want to hear after um, <laughs> after episode five, uh, we were kind of dancing around kind of what we felt about the sh- the the five episodes that had come, and I. I wrote out. I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm still going to reserve judgment until next week. But I've been a little disappointed. I feel like they could have done so much more, and I feel like there are going to be a lot of holes in the end. But that's all I'm going to say for now. And Taylor posted this GIF of Michael Scott slapping the table and saying, "Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard. And then, um, 
<laughs> and then uh, the following day, Taylor posted this long thing. He said, the next episode just shows Bran staring into the distance <laughs> for 80 minutes. It ends when a servant comes and tells him he has a visitor. The camera slow turns to the visitor. Bran is staring at, and it turns out the visitor is Ned, who looks at the camera and grins and winks. The screen goes black. The after credit scene is Uncle Benjamin sitting on what appears to be the Iron Throne. He smirks and says, I like this chair. The camera zooms out slightly, and we see a hand. Lady Stoneheart's hand. She's there with him, and she says, may I have this dance? <laughs> black screen. <laughs> and then and then Taylor goes, I mean, I mean, Evan says, this is after a few funny whatever. Evan says, everyone's dead. Just fire and blood, and nothing is left. The Starks, the Lannisters, Danny and John, all burned and ripped apart. We see a bolt, boat pull up to the still burning docks of King's Landing flying a Dornish flag. It's the original Prince of Dorne. <laughs> From the awesome Dorn periods of the show. He's surrounded by all the sand snakes. The red woman is with them. She brought them all back. The Martell family smirks and poses at, at the end. Yeah. But no viper. He's still dead. So what's funny about that is when I typed that out, I was making myself crack up as I was writing that out. <laughs> Just imagining in detail like... Sean Bean staring at the camera and doing the little wink. And that's the last you see. But before we and adjust. Uncle Benjamin just kind of joyfully. No, I, we we I have like not finished. Chair. I know. Before we adjust our ratings, I, I have another question, though. Yeah. You know, we all agree that it was rushed at the end. But what was your favorite scene in this last season? The the long night when John is running through Winterfell and the the show that episode finally lit up a little bit with the fire and it's all very orange and you see him kind of passing by these vignettes of all the characters fighting zombies but there's this one scene where he's walking under like a portcullis thing and there's just a like a waterfall of not dead bodies but writhing zombies falling over the wall and it's all kind of done in silhouette yeah it's one of i mean for as many problems as I had with the long night episode, a lot of it being too dark right. and, uh, and, the, and some of the strategy not making sense, some of the most beautiful, stunning, breathtaking oh, the fucking things. And the, moon. I, the dragons in the moon, John running through the fucking, uh, that, what I just said, fucking, um, and honestly, you can say all the quibbles you have about Arya jumping up. I. When Arya leapt out of the darkness and was caught by the neck by the fucking Night King. And you think she's going to get her neck. I shit. I, my, Ivy and I both were like, like it was, it was what you want TV to do to you. Yeah. You, 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 all of your notions and opinions and quibbles left your brain and you were just like, like it. And then when she did the thing that she did with Brienne, where she dropped the knife and what all of my opinions about how it played out and what it was for at least a moment were pushed aside. And it was just like, yeah, like it was just like TV like that as much problems as I have with the, with the long night episode, a lot of my pretty much all of my favorite, visuals minus maybe 
at the end when Daenerys, before she gives her speech in fucking her quote, her Cal Drogo quoting speech, like you gave me the men in their iron suits, you gave me their fucking, you know, because she she was quoting directly Cal Drogo's like right. screaming speech during season whatever, like when they showed the burnt out ruin with the the sail from the Targaryen ship draped over the wall. And the fucking Kalasar and the Unsullied all, I'm like, fuck, that's cool. Like, all the, everything around, all the things you have to con, visually, that is some cool fucking shit, man. That is some cool ass visual shit. I don't know about a particular, so if I had to pick that scene in that scene that Evan was just describing, this would be. I'll, I'm just going to pick a couple things. Uh, the scene where she's coming out and you see the dragon wings behind her. Ooh, that was good. Oh, yeah. Woo. That was awesome. And that's why she should have had a whole season as a villain. Right. But anyway, so that's. Oh, scene yeah, was man. Can you imagine so... it? That's my biggest scroll. Season 10 with Daenerys established as the big bad fucking end boss of the other the other thing i wanted to do is go to where evan went i actually have defended um the long night episode a little bit because it got a lot of flack a lot of for being Um, too dark and it was too dark there were lots of scenes that were too dark on the other hand yeah on the other hand there's been nothing else quite like it it was a genre blend it blended some of my favorite horror genre in with a massive seat battle. Right. This is stuff we had only seen in stop Aria, motion before. When Arya, the when it cut from all that chaos to her in the burnt out library. Oh yeah, being quiet. Yeah, everything was. Did quiet. you? Oh, and I when they. I know. I. I if you're like me, you didn't pay any attention to the. Uh, usually, I watch the post episode talking about the episode. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. What they did talk about was that the director took all the people playing zombies and gave them a set path. And then he went to uh, the actress that plays Arya and went, make your way through the library without them seeing you. And that's how they filmed it. They kept the camera on that side and they showed her legitimately sneaky sneaking and through those people. I thought, I don't know, that whole scene, like there was too much good. There was too much good. I think it was one shot. Yeah, it may have been. It's close to it. A lot of that Arya in the hallway and around there was one shot, it added one to the camera. Oh, the pa- yeah. And the payoff from this last season when it comes to Arya and Sandor from when Sandor's freaking out again and you're like, oh, Clegane, God damn it. Like, you just can't. It's when, when fucking Barrick's like, you think it's hopeless? Tell that to her. Yeah. And he sees her struggling to get... That like in a season where they fucked up so bad that I feel like Arya almost completely. It was what they did right. Arya never, but they did a lot right, and I think that episode deserves credit. Yeah, I know a lot of people hate it, but it it was Arya cool. was the star of the last season. It was so cool, even with all that stuff I mentioned earlier. It was still really, really cool. The effects that will be studied. Um, just like Battle of the Bastards, that will be studied right. too. That was an amazing battle. I think my favorite scene was the good guys in the room with the fireplace drinking wine, and, and that was a great and scene. And Brienne getting knighted. It was some character like, development that like, was sorely needed. It 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 warmed my heart, 
And I, I think I even welled up a little whenever she got. Oh yeah, I think that that scene when we finally saw her smile. Yeah, and that that's what I mean. That's what bugs me about Jamie's arc is I think it reached its end right there. Right. I have a because Jamie that was his honor. That was his. The, the honor he that. had to give, he gave to her. Yeah. I have two questions. Good questions that I want to answer. Hey, we're we're going to go, go over it's time. It's going to be just... fucking long. It's Game of Thrones. Over time. <laughs> I want you to name two more characters. And this is going to relate a little bit to book. Just overall, A Song of Ice and Fire. What character in the transition from book to show got better and which got worse? You know, I've only read three. I know, so. but it, from your in your in your purview, in what you've seen so far, and what you what character do you feel, and what you've read so far, Danny got made a good transition better. and got a bad transition. Danny got it better. could be minor too. I'm not talking about major. I know, that's, uh, major just, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Is I and I've said it before. Danny was better in the show up until the end. I agree. I feel like Danny was a was a more intentionally written character in the book. I feel like that they in the book they're leading up to what we got in the show they made her too likable. Um, yes, and Tyrion. Uh, who got I think better? Was, I, who do you think got better from book to to TV? Well, and not, you, and it's a lot Tyrion. of t- t- say, not I'm, it's not a main character. I'm saying you can think about tertiary, thirtyary character. Got who do you, I think got better? Uh, Sansa. Sansa got better in the show. I think for me, who got um, better was Tormund. They took nothing and made him into one of the most likable, relatable, funny, endearing characters in the whole fucking show. And who got worse? And considering how little of him we have in the book so far, but how much Laura has been established on him, I feel like the character that got the worst hand dealt from book to show, Euron motherfucking Greyjoy. In the bu- in the show, he's a goddamn Disney villain. He's just ha ha ha. I'm gonna fuck the it's queen. Terrible. In the book, Euron Greyjoy is like the second son of the Greyjoy, the, the Iron King, and he's a he's nutcase. Got, he's got magical he, artifacts. He he cuts the tongues out of all of his crew, so that when he sails to the other end of the world to collect crazy artifacts, he fucking. In the book, he straps priests and holy men and shamans to the bow of his boat to like cast curses and sacrifices people. He makes Ramsey Bolton in the book look like nothing. They castrated Euron Greyjoy oh, so yeah. fucking bad in the show, it almost unforgivably so. I'm the man, looking to camera, the fact that that character died looking to camera going, I'm the man that killed Jamie Lannister. What it's a thrown in bullshit thing. Fuck for J- me. Jamie. That's what I mean. They threw Jamie in the trash yeah. in a lot they, of ways. They didn't have enough time to dedicate to Euron's character. There's another Greyjoy in the book, though, right? That that wasn't mentioned. Yeah, Victor- his brother. Victarion. Yeah, yeah that. Because there's Balon. His loser brother. Balon, who's Theon and Yara's dad. Euron, who's his younger brother, and Victorion, and Damphair. So there's like four brothers. There, yeah, there's Damphair's a bunch. like the, the weirdo, religious, religious yeah. that, you know, what is dead might ever die. But like, they didn't have enough time to dedicate, because like, in the book, they established that Euron's got this horn, this dragon killing horn yeah. that whoever blows it like blows their chest out and they fucking die, but it kills dragons. So I, now that we see what happened, obvi- all that reliance on goddamn scorpion crossbows. Right. That's obviously, gonna be, that's gonna be the he's, horn. he it's gonna he's gonna fucking and you, and Rhaegal's gonna fall out of the sky like a like a rock. 
Or explode in this. Yeah. Oh God! Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> she's just like sailing along, and all of a sudden, <laughs> she's just covered in dragon guts, riding on dragon. Going, what the fuck? Like, uh, there. I feel like two things. Uh, other than slowing the fuck down and giving it more seasons, if they would have included the subplot of the fake take Targaryen that's associated with the Golden Company and established him as a character, the one. And um, if if they would have uh, expanded on Euron's character, those two little changes, show as is, abbreviated seasons, whatever. If they could have somehow incorporated over the last two or three seasons the existence of the fake Targaryen, get him in there, let it be. A, I think that would further, like, imagine that happening before Daenerys learns about Jon. Because that the the added level of another one will suck my dick. She's like, we've already done this. He wasn't real. You're not real either. You know there were. And if Euron was a crazy wizard murderer, like it would have just made it all better. There were a lot of scenes in this last season where someone was just walking solo, walking real slow, and the camera was just panning across the scene. I'm like, you could have used this time for something better. That's because they don't have any. That's my theory is they don't have anything to say. They don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't and, know, and, in the limited time. They and, have. And, and, How much it, of that do it, you it, ha- do you pin on George Martin? But I'm saying at a certain point when it's start, you obviously starting to fall the fuck apart. Don't you look to the author going, right. dude, help? It was, like it was during those times though that my finch, my fists would be clenched. I'm like, okay, but name. You only did three books, but can you name any any characters no. that you thought got better on no, the show? No, because it's been so long since i've read them that i i wouldn't be able to give i think i like i like that like tormund in the book so far seems like a very kind of backgroundy one-dimensional i'm a worldling in the show that actor like what an endearing yeah he did a really funny his like the scene you were talking about where they're all sitting there he added levity in the way like the droids added levity to the original like star wars movie it it gave you just a little bit of Oh, you know, like uh, in the I midst gotta, of pain I, and I suffering and one. death, like his story about suckling at the giant's teeth yeah. is right. like the I was sitting there like laughing my nuts <laughs> off. Like that shit is so funny. Well, even even the hound had some scenes or that- his reaction when Brienne and Jamie go off to fuck and he's sitting there crying. I'm like, uh, that's priceless. That- and if he respects her and he moves on and he has sex with somebody else like a gentleman, hashtag me to torment you go boy. The, the hound, had, what a guy had a, had a pretty funny scene too, sitting on the, like the, the walkway out, outdoor walkway with Beric Dondarrion and they're sharing a little wine skin. And you know, Arya's like, I'm not gonna sit here with you two shits. You like, miserable I'm, shits. Yeah. Uh, there got, was some good little bit some, of Cal Drogo. That episode three that was episode three. These are char- these are characters. That episode three was good these shit. are characters that did be- that in my opinion were better in the show than the book. Cal Drogo, Jorah Mormont, uh Jason Momoa's speech when he finally goes, All right. I'm going to the f- I'm gonna tear down this like when he's screaming uh, and Dancing around that fire, like that's the, a performance the, the, this and a half. Seri, this series, whatever Danny's brother's name yeah. is, low key, really, even better really fucking spectacular. Wow, there were a lot of low key short bit parts that ended up just that they just added so much. Like even real little ones. Ramsey was better like, in the show. 
Ramsey's better than the show. Like Septim, yeah, like it was the so late- well done. He did such a good job what that if, it's like that's Ramsey. What yeah. about Serial Pharrell? Not today. Like that guy, his tiny little part. I like Serio. Awesome. Another example of the show. The show brought a lot of characters that were just side notes to life. And even they took on more like Evans. The, the the faceless man, like what's his name? Jacques. Jacques Hagar. Like, fuck, man. There were some good, good, good. Uh, Elena Tyrell. Fucking. Um, yeah, Elena Tyrell. That would be a good example. Uh, Doran Martell. Ramsey Bolton. Tywin motherfucking Tywin Lannister. Lannister. Char- this yeah. is why I find it impossible. Now I'm going back and thinking favorite character dog or whatever. There's too many. Tywin Lannister. Charles Dance. Some of the characters Charles were so Dance well done. slayed it so fucking hard as Tywin. Think about that first scene when you see Tywin Isn't when he's he like in the tent the, yeah. cutting the skin off the boar dressing down Jamie like you fucking pussy like <laughs> i thought that shit was so, like the way he i like i love charles dance so much i've loved him since his last action hero when he was the bad guy in that like, he's just the best bad guy we're gonna have to do an episode one day of like actors who play the best fucking they're typecast as bad guys and that guy's gonna be a hard contender to beat there's just too many characters yeah. even little little stuff like the lady that played septim Dane. you know that was taking care of the stark girls when they went to king's landing some of her conversations with Sansa were so good. You had fucking the guy that played Barristan Selmy. You had the fucking yeah. There Barristan. was just endless amounts of tiny he got little cut, parts. He got cut short. The reason I said his name earlier in the episode, everyone, is because uh, I thought he did an excellent job, but he got killed in a back alley, yeah. which how, was bullshit. How that they did that badly do you wish he would have stuck around? His perspective would have been so great. Especially when Daenerys flips her fucking lid. But she, he would have been able to probably pull her out of it. Or he'd be one that she'd fry. That would have been how, interesting. How, how jarring would that be for Jon and the, you know, the Westerosi if Barristan uh, had gotten can... sideways with her and she roasts Barristan Selmy and fucking Varys and everybody are going, what the fuck? Jon's just like, kind of stuttering like, oh, I, well, I, he I, was I, a I, hero I, and you fuck. No. Oh. No, John would be like, Whoa, he, he deserved it. He 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 attacked Danny. He was going to kill Danny. I, I, okay. the, as much as I, I wanted her flip out to have more buildup of a season, them falling in love needed more time. Oh yeah, that yeah. was one of the worst couples, Danny and John. But that's what no killed. Chemistry. What kills me is that Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark have chemistry, but they weren't allowed to let it bubble up and that's part of the problem is the last, they just got it done all the people the who say that the kit harrington and Amelia clark didn't have chemistry as actors can go fuck themselves they did it just the characters uh, did not have the time to, to blossom percolate. and to become all right taylor change your rating oh i know we're obviously all going to drop it a little uh so my rating as i mentioned earlier is a 9.6 out of ten, and I am dropping it to a nine point four five. So it does not technically change position. It does not, and that's what I mean. I'm, I'm when I there's too much of the show for me that's so good. What am I going to put it below Battlestar? Battlestar had problems. You can do mine. Mine's real simple. I'm going from a nine point seven to a nine point f- uh, five. I'm knocking off a couple points. 
Now it, keep in mind that this had the potential to be ten out of ten yeah. for me. That's what the big. Deal I was is fully about it. like I. Well, I mean, I wasn't fully planning on it because, like, like I said, right when it, last season it got meaning rushed. a couple years ago it when they rushed. announced when the Benioff and Weiss announced oh, 12 episodes, I knew right there it's not getting a ten. It started to feel more like Hollywood movie stuff than it did the story meticulous incremental storytelling started, that we got at the beginning. They started tell, making a movie out of it. And that doesn't give me a lot of hope for those Star Wars movies. No, it doesn't. Oh my god, I'm not looking forward to their movies. No, I'm though. not looking they're forward not to any creative. Star Wars. They're not that creative. They're just I, good at. I adapting. don't know if Star Wars is going to get me to the theater anymore. Okay, well, that's a whole other subject. I'm a. I'm a watch. We never got to talk about Solo. God, we need to watch. We need I, to talk I haven't about seen it yet. He has. I That'd be a yet. good one down to, in season three, maybe for us to talk about. I don't anyway. have any love for Star Wars so, anymore. This is going to be a little harder for me because I have Battlestar ranked a little higher than you guys. It's only one a tenth of a point below Game of Thrones right now. And I need to lower Game of Thrones. So I'm making it a 9.5 from a 9.7, which makes it my number three show now. Battlestar is number two. And you're comfortable? I am. Wow. See, uh, I can't I can't. I wouldn't that. be able to do it. Battlestar is not a good show. I can't do that. <sighs> And Battlestar means everything to me, but I, it's the, not as but good. But Battlestar really, ended you know. a pro, uh, ended very well, in my opinion. Even with the writer's strike, they pulled it off, in the, my opinion. The, I mean, it, it it basically lost so much ground in those last two seasons. And Battlestar ended very clean. Give us our average. It hasn't changed, has it? It's, it's tied. It's tied. Oh, wow. Battlestar and Game of Thrones are tied at 9.48. Point nine point four eight three 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 infinity. <laughs> They're tied forever. Oh, They're tied. God damn. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That's appropriate. And they're both. Yeah. I I can't. Game. Of I th- could be a real dick and go nine point five one right now. But look, I don't know. no, don't do it, it to. Just I'm, I'm going to tell you. I know. I know. We're kind of in an afterglow, after dark kind of place with this show. But based based on the last two seasons and how much disappointment i have with them it's gonna be hard for me to rewatch the whole show multiple same. times same here and i've thought about that too and the rewatchability is a big factor in our ratings i have no desire to rewatch game of thrones right now that's what i'm saying and that might I don't change right now but i if you say that you don't ha- you're not going to watch it eventually you're fun. i w- you're you're, you're you're doing exactly what you said negative afterglow that's you're both being dorks no, if I'm you say not, you're I'm not going to rewatch it. He didn't say that. I he's, didn't say I'm never going to rewatch it. I'm just saying it's going to be hard. He acknowledged to, that there's... It'll be a while before you do it, you will. I probably will, especially when the books are done. Yeah. I can see that, but I don't see it before then for me. Maybe I'll watch one through six. I'm not trying to be that harsh, and I might go back and... I, first of all, I don't have an HBO subscription anymore regularly i, I can't I, canc- I cancel when i'm not watching it yeah. so i would have to activate it to watch it so i'd really want to watch it i don't see it anytime soon i'll watch it again eventually yeah. but could i see my rating going down further yes it's possible i think i'm being very forgiving right now yeah. to the end um because, but i think because there is so much hate flying around it i it, feel it's unjustified yeah because I think everybody's skirting I had over. To, I had to unsubscribe from all the Game of Thrones subreddits, yeah. other than the regular Game of Thrones. They're, they're skirting over they're all the just, good. Right. There's so much good, Wait, and you're, and you're gonna, just gonna shit on it because the end. You know, even um, you know, we 
a good example I would thought about, Evan, is how you've talked about uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, how the ending episode ruined the series for you almost. But yeah. it didn't. You lowered it by a lot, though. You said I've it, watched it, it before. You, you lowered it by a, a lot. But Game of Thrones wasn't bad enough to, to do that. It wasn't that bad. It just wasn't well, like we said, up to par with Deep the Deep Space of the show. Nine didn't mean anything for TV. It was just another Star Trek show. Game of Thrones changed everything. It did. And, and it's hard to ignore that. By the way, all the ratings, I'm not going to go into it, but 91 to 90, whatever, 7%, season four, 97%. Um, and then the last season got a 67%. Yeah. All the others were in the 90s. Audience scored 36%. But interesting episode breakdown I was going to read for the last season. 92% first episode, 88% second episode. I really loved that second episode, by the way. That scene you said with them around the fire and all. I think that was three. That was three. No. Yes. Y'all are the episode right before. Y'all are wrong now. This time four was the was the was so the, was the long one, night. Episode one was Winterfell. Episode two was a night of the seven kingdoms. Episode three was the long night. Oh, episode was four was the last of the Starks, which was a terrible episode. Uh, it was the one where uh, she executed Cersei executed. Uh, Masandi on the okay, on the yeah. wall. That's how it ended. But and then the bells is when she goes and sacks the city. Right. So and then the Iron Throne. So um, anyway, um, yeah, fifty eight long night, uh, a night of seven kingdoms, eighty eight percent, and long night seventy four percent. Here we go. The last of the Starks fifty eight percent. The bells forty eight percent. The Iron Throne forty eight percent. Critics were split. It was rotten. So it wasn't just us or the audience shitting on it. I hope it, it affects D&D's Star Wars deal. I really do. I heard they went off. They didn't even want to hear the internets. And I don't blame them. I don't. I wouldn't oh, you they, they, they went off and got drunk is what they said. Something oh, wow. like that is what I read. They didn't want to. They knew what they. They, they knew they because knew. it's obvious that the cast was not happy. Right. It was obvious. You had most of that cast. They were made by that show. Everyone, other than Sean Bean, every single person <laughs> on that show owed their career now to that show. And they loved that show. It, it was obvious that everyone making that show loved that yeah. show and loved their characters and loved and that it and now it's coming out that it was a very frustrating experience for them because the writers were not very communicative and didn't share with them where they were going. And it you know what it also strikes me? I don't want to glaze over the fact that George R. R. Martin is an is a weirdo. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what he should have been doing? Helping. Helping. Yeah. But oh, we, I'm we real busy, and we, I'm a weird. We a, I'm a. I'm a strange, artsy uh, weirdo, and uh, I'm writing books. Bear, bear, bear. Well, he uh, should have been on set. For all we know, he wanted to be there, but he was such a quirky dude. They wanted him off the sets or something. Yeah, there's a lot we don't know, but yeah. I'm sitting. But sitting here, I'm going. It's your fucking story. You have every right to have butt in and said na 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 I don't know and no I get what your point I it it, fru it frustrates me to no end that that you know what I love is how Sean Bean <laughs> in the Rotten Tomatoes or the generic rot, uh, Game of Thrones page Sean Bean is starring Sean Bean wow well when the show the, the credits the opening scroll he was top of the for for season 1 season and 1 that is it yeah 
Well, he's not in the show after that. I know. I'm just saying it's, it is it's, starring. Oh, it's kind of season mis- one is starring. It's Sean misleading because that's the whole. You know what, guys? Peter Dinklage should get the. You know what, the Justin? Credit. Mm-hmm. You know what? What's up? It's hard to say goodbye. You gonna do that now? I do. I want to. Uh, we need to wrap this. I thought up, we're gonna guys. do it with an outro. Yeah. Well, how long is this episode, buddy? We're just gonna do it. We need to do. We need to wrap this up. We've said what we need to say. Uh, the last decade of our lives. Uh, one of the underpinnings of it has been Game of Thrones. We say goodbye to a lot of friends. Varys. Bran Stark. Sandor Clegane. King's Landing. Shout out to King's Landing. Let me hear it from King's Landing. Oh, oh they're dead. Daenerys Targaryen, Breaker of Chains. Rest in peace. Danny. The Unburnt. Danny. Danny. Jon Snow, hanging out with Tormund and Ghost, back behind the wall. Maybe they found some cool underground city to live in. Varys, gone. What about, what about, what about Ed Sheeran's character? Remember him? He got his eyelids burned off, according to those whores. Braun inexplicably becoming master of coin. That's cool, right? We're going to miss you, Game of Thrones. We are going to miss you. That first scene. And you know what? With the Night's Watch all the way to the end. You know what? Uh, I think HBO's in trouble, guys. Because if there's one thing I've deduced from all those promo things... HBO's gonna miss Game of Thrones too Cause they ain't got shit to replace Game of Thrones How many subscribers did they lose on Sunday? I was one of them I was too Two years We're gonna miss go. you And I'll take Callan Stark Rob Stark Brianna Tarth Bobby B Be my sunshine On an open field man Rocky on an open field. What was her name? Bessie. The one with the big tits. Let's get this thing started before I piss myself. Yeah, you know who my favorite character was? Robert goddamn Baratheon. I love you, bro. You big fat sack of shit. You were the best character on the whole show. I love you, bro. Kill all them Targaryens. If you would have killed her like you wanted to... Everything would have been fine. It would have been fine. You were smart. So you know who the biggest villain is? Varys. He didn't continue. He didn't carry out his fucking duty to his king. Because Varys was misguided in his long picture. Goodbye, Game of Thrones. We love you. We love you. Peace out.
Now we are looking for a new direction for the show and we've lost D&D. We've got this petition. We got the money. We got the license. So we're, so re- we're redoing the last season Amen. of we're, Game of Thrones. We're and doing it. We're bringing in a new director. Sir, come on in, please. I'm the new writer, director, producer for Game of Thrones. Mr. Lynch, we love David you. David Lynch, that's me. We um, love you in Twin. We love your work with Twin Peaks. We love your movies. I'm Lost a pretty Highway, talented guy. Blue Velvet. Good stuff. Well, let me, let me tell you something. I watched this. I watched the first... Uh, seven seasons of this show, and wow, we! Uh, I've never been the biggest fan of uh, goblins and stuff, but boy, howdy, does this seem fun! <laughs> okay, so uh, you got this John Snow guy. He's boring. I'd like him made out of actual snow. Uh, that's that'd be a lot better. I want him to just inexplicably be one of the those guys, those blue guys. I think that would play out a little bit better. Uh, I want Daenerys Targaryen to have a real creepy, weird, close relationship with her dragon. <laughs> I want when she gets on her dragon to ride it to her face to say, ooh, that feels good. Um, let's see here. Let me go through. Who else we got here? Uh, oh boy, howdy. Do we have a lot of people named Stark? Uh, okay. Arya Stark. Arya Stark. Fan, fan favorite, sir. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, really jarringly get rid of her in a really unsatisfying way. She's going to disappear into a wormhole. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and Sansa, at a certain point when she's addressing uh, oh, the Bannerman there from the Vale or whatever, uh, she's going she's gonna to burst into a pile of spiders that crawl out from underneath her dress and uh, devour that, uh, what's his name? Hold on, let me look through my notes here. Flushy, flirty. Royce? Really? There was a guy named Bronze Jan Royce in this show? <laughs> Boy, howdy. I need to talk to this George R. Martin fella. He seems a bit long-winded. <laughs> what, what about Jamie? Because a lot of fans didn't like that. Do you have an idea? Uh, we, well, we, I love don't, where, we love uh, where you're going with there's Sansa. There's going to be a... <laughs> Uh, well, see, it's gonna play out a lot like it did in the show before. But he, so he's gonna go to, he's gonna follow the big that big lesbian to her room, and she's gonna reject him. And then we're gonna have a good twenty minutes of him trying to masturbate with his gold hand. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be real graphic what a, what and a, real gross, <laughs> and he's gonna injure himself really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be quite the show. Uh, anyway, so so uh, it's going to be a wild ride. I feel like, uh, and, and guess what? I'm going to do it in four three-hour-long episodes. <laughs> oh, so that's so good. So, so Mr. Lynch, who's, who's going to end up as, as sitting as king? At the end of the show, Very hot important. pie. <laughs> In the end, hot pie is gonna gonna. They're all the characters, the ones that are still alive, and a lot of them are gonna be alive because I feel like that's a, it circumvents everyone's expectations. <laughs> they're all gonna be crowded into the Iron Keep, and they're all 
mumbling to each other, and all of a sudden the doors slam open, and here he comes carrying a big <laughs> basket of warm, delicious bread, and he starts <laughs> throwing the bread out to the, the masked audience, and they start eating. Just you get, you get little clusters of characters. You got Tormund and Cersei and, and ones that are dead. I don't care. You got... You got the Toman, they're all sitting there, and he's with his cats, and they're oh. munching on the bread, going, Thank you, hot pie! Thank you, God, for hot pie! It's the king! And, they, and he walks, he saunters up to the throne, and he plops a muffin on each of the extended spikes of the Iron Throne. And as he sits down, his large, wide body spreading out on the spike, you can tell he's hurting himself, but he doesn't care because the only person that truly cares about the realm of Westeros is the pudgy little boy that helped Arya escape the last, oh, a couple seasons ago. Hot Pie, the hero that was promised. <laughs> and at that point, the HBO executives are weeping and crying. We're crying. For and the reception oh. of the show, the oh, people are left speechless. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Thank you so much. I especially so like much. the image of Sansa bursting into a pile of spiders. <laughs>